right. Yeah. Right, let's so get I into say it. the we could we could jump straight into the AB situation. All right, <laughs> fellas. So um, what y'all think about this AB shit, man? I mean, I'm glad he told me about him or uh, the contract shit not being true and the uh, what was it? The injury you said? Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I'm not gonna say the contract shit isn't true. But the way AB is posing it, he's saying that they knew that he was injured and they made him play anyway. Or they yeah. pressured him. They didn't make him. They pressured him into playing anyway. And then in the middle of the game, he said, fuck this. I don't have to do this shit. And I fully support that. Yeah, I heard something very, very similar to that. But essentially, it was a little bit darker. So what I heard was is that um, right before the game, they essentially told him, like, ankle or not, like, you're going to have to have some playing time coming today. And if not, then we're basically going to take you off of the starting roster. So it's like, okay, whatever. He put some time in, and after a while, he's like, you know what? I'm not going to fucking be blackballed. And he went crazy, well, quote-unquote crazy, during the middle of the game. But um, in hindsight, I don't think any of us can blame the man. Like, everything looks crazy in the public eye when you can't really see what the other side of the fence looks like, you know? So it's like... Um, when it comes to, uh, like, for example, the Monte Teo situation a couple years ago. So back when Monte Teo was going for the fucking Heisman, he was going through a whole situation in which his, his girlfriend was dying from some rare bulk cancer and shit. And it turns out the man was going through a fucking cat, uh, a catfish situation. So it's like, bro, you never know what the fuck is going on in the world, especially with these people who are constantly in the public eye, you know? <laughs> I feel that's you. A, that's a valid point. That's a valid but. point. I niggas walk out on jobs every day, bro. People walk out on jobs every day. I just don't understand how people can can shit on AB for doing that just because he's on a on a bigger platform. He's a person yeah. too. Like like it happens, bro. Like you, yeah. I I've only walked out on a job maybe twice out of all the jobs I've had. But like I did that shit because it was for my sanity. If people already think he's crazy, then it was a good fucking move, right? <laughs> yeah, I've walked out on hella jobs, and I don't, I don't mean it to sound like that, but I walked out on a lot of jobs, and it was mainly over money, bro. But I can, yeah, same. Yeah, I can completely understand him, like walking out because of his injury and not trying to get blackballed and all this stuff, bro. I can completely 100%. understand. It. Yeah, I've, I've walked out of jobs for due to money situations or. Uh, fucking uh being honey dicked into promotions and all different kinds of things but um i would say that if it, at the end of the day if it if it does him the best fucking go for it bro you know because it's like these people with these fucking multi-billion dollar corporations and their fucking hedge funds and shit these people don't care they they don't care they do they're not gonna care about you bro they're gonna sign somebody else and they're going to have another player. And in a few years, AB is going to be a fucking memory to them. But to us, it's always going to be a fucking infamous moment to somebody who stood up against not being fucked over in the, in the public eye. And I'm fine with that. Now, the, the one part that's actually shitty about this whole thing on ABs, and he accidentally posted his bank account information. That was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that's unfortunate, but I'm no, sure. No, no, he's not. Well, we don't know if he's broke, but he posted the bank account information, like the account number and shit. Nigga, you can say he's broke. 
It's not that. I remember when Usman's bank account got posted, actually. That was wild. But no, AB... AB, well, AB's bank account didn't get posted. His info got posted, which was why, like, he didn't think to check the text first. He was just like, fuck this. Everybody's on blast. Even my bank. Like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> like I said, even that 401k. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> no, he basically, what? So he, what he said, his like accounting and routing number or something? No, so he was, he was, uh, the physical therapist that was supposed to be taking care of him. Uh, they had a text exchange, and he asked for the money back. He said he gave the physical therapist a hundred k, and he said, oh "Bro, God. you only work. You only worked on me about halfway. I'm gonna need at least half that fucking money back, bro. I I still had to play, and I still didn't even feel good enough to play. So I'm gonna need half that money back. Uh, it's wow. only right." And the guy was like, "Okay, sure. Where do I send the money?" And AB, like, attached that shit to prove that, like, the team knew that he was injured, basically. He was just relaying that message. And in the process, he posted the bank info because he sent the dude the uh, account number and routing number and everything. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, he didn't he didn't scratch that out. So, he, de- he deleted bad. the tweet. But, uh, yeah, it looked pretty damn bad. The one thing I didn't like is how people try to spend CTE into everything, bro. Bro. Yeah. Just literally every nasty hit in, in a, hit, a history of football. It's like, yeah, ABB wilding out sometimes, but usually it's a good reason behind it, man. Facts. Yeah. Nah, yeah, that, it's a prominent thing. But speaking of CTE, what do you fellas think about Jackass coming back? Jackass returning is interesting because Yugi said before, this motherfucker's old, bro. What are they yeah. doing? <laughs> yeah, They're it's kind of. It's kind of crazy to think about, like when Jackass. What was the last number? Three or four? Uh, Are we on like eight? (laughs) We on like twelve, nigga. Then they had like a three point five or something like that. I'm pretty sure three point five or four was the last one, and that was about ten years ago. And they were old then, so I don't know what the fuck they're thinking, but um, I'm gonna watch it. Like, all these money. dudes have full gray heads of hair, bro. Every one of them, dog. They're going to get kids. Hurt, bro. <laughs> bro, some of them are grandparents, probably, with at their age. But um, fucking Steve-O has an entire YouTube in which he shows that he's, like, he doesn't do any drugs. He's fucking, he meditates. He lives a clean life. But he still does these fucking stunts. To these day on I've on his on his YouTube channel, I've been following Steve-O for a while. He's got a good story, bro, because he was going through it. He was hooked on whippets for a long time, dog. bro. I've seen that. Yeah, I remember watching the uh, the little documentary piece in which it showed a little bit of footage, and when he talked about at one point he was so addicted to whippets that he was breathing less natural oxygen in the air than he was out of whippets. He was so he was a gangster rapper at one point when he was stuck on whippets and shit, bro. Like he was going through it, man. Yeah, like he would literally like take a hit and like fucking finish a cartridge. And before he would exhale, he'd put another cartridge in and then exhale and hit the next cartridge. Like he was it was fucking insanity, like to watch. So I like I like Steve-O, though because he yeah. came out of it. He he yeah. made his life something. He he's a big MMA fan too, bro. A huge MMA fan. Yeah, I love Steve-O. There's nothing not to love about Steve-O. Well, speaking of that, Francis Ngannou is in the uh, is in the new Jackass movie. What? Uh, 
Yeah, he he's gonna. Uh, <laughs> he's about to. I forgot the dude's name. Uh, I remember oh, no. the dude from it's Jackass because it's Aaron. He's it's Aaron. Punch. He's about to punch Aaron, Aaron as hard as he can for some Not fucking reason. Face. This is a good idea. Face. I don't know where, bro. Nah, they they cut the. the they should have let him punch Steve-O in the stomach, bro. He would have thrown up immediately, dog. I know it. Nigga, nah, he probably would have. With Steve-O's fucking uh, background, his fucking intestines are weak. He probably would have busted the lining in there. You don't need that. Jesus. That uh, would have been fucking Johnny bad. Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville is going to be in the Royal Rumble too. Like what? What the fuck are they doing? They I, look. I don't want to. I don't want to sound negative, but they sound like they need money, bro. Like these. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, WWE is known for having dumbass contestants in the Royal Rumble. Like I remember in the early two thousands, or they had fucking Drew Carey. And I remember yeah. they had David Arquette and that shit, bro. <clears throat> yeah, like they've they've had some of the weirdest fucking contestants in wrestling. Well, fun fact, the- Yugi, David Arquette was a world champion in wrestling. No way, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was. He was a he That's was the WCW wild. heavyweight champion, bro. I gotta look that shit up later. That's nuts. Yeah, he was the world I champion. Thought he was and- just in the ro- so did he win that Royal Rumble? Nah. Nah. A guest never wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah. It's not a thing. Kane and Drew Carey had a feud when Drew Carey was in the Rumble. By the way, like they had a they had a feud every year of their of of Kane's WWE career, man. Yeah, he basically became a state. Yeah, Kane's career is so weird. That motherfucker got attached. He became like known as the brother to the dead guy. Like, bro, that was okay. You can say that, (laughs) but you're not even starting from the beginning, bro. He was a middle school teacher. That decided to play a dentist on a wrestling show, which turned into him being a a, a dead brother to a to a, a zombie cowboy, which turned into him becoming just a dude that likes pyrotechnics, which turned into him becoming uh, a, a corporate uh, a, a corporate guy with fuck it. He took off the mask and started wearing a suit. Yeah, and then he went yeah. back to the mask. It Kane's the trajectory of his career was wild. He now was he's the fucking bald. mayor of Knoxville. Now he's like the mayor of a town, bro. He's the mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee, bro. Jesus, bro, fuck all that. I don't even care. I would have been fine if he wasn't bald, my nigga. <laughs> that shit I, shocked I me as a as a child, did. bro. I just it. recently learned that he had like a wig attached to his mask for his whole yep. a whole man, a whole wig. Man's was bald his whole career, son. That's so nuts, bro. Bro, that shit yeah. hurt my feelings, bro. That was my childhood ruined. I was like, what? Kane doesn't have luscious hair after third degree burns? He didn't even have third degree burns. <laughs> First of all, that ain't even fucking possible, nigga. You had burn third degree is over for your shit. Oh, Jesus, you ain't man. growing a follicle. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, how do you, did you fellas uh, happen to catch that little snippet of uh, Jake Paul kicking that pad? Yeah, yeah. What do you? What you, what you Y'all think? know how I feel about Jake Paul, bro. Like, I, like I mean, Jake Paul, dog. <laughs> like, I'm a big Jake Paul fan. Be like, not like that because I see some of the bullshit that he does, but I like the antics when it leads to something. Just getting paid, you know what I mean? Like the man's just trying to get paid. I don't know how that's gonna work in MMA because like they don't make that much money. Like, yeah, I don't really understand it. 
So unless yeah. he transitions to Bellator or or one of the lower organizations and can set up his own fights the way he does in uh, boxing, then it's not going to go good for him. Yeah, I, th- I just think you like chaos, UV. I just think that's what it is. Anything I, that causes madness and trolling within people. Not even just trolling, bro. Just a little bit of madness is good for you, man. <laughs> no, but um, unbiased, 100%, like, the kicks didn't look terrible. They look, they definitely look like somebody who's starting on MMA. Obviously, I can't talk shit because I don't train anything. He looked better than the motherfuckers uh, on MMA yeah. Twitter. I'll tell you that. I've definitely, I've definitely watched enough MMA in my life to know, at least know what a, a decent kick looks like. And uh, it's not a bad form, for sure, especially for somebody who's just starting. But um, like Yugi said, I have no fucking idea how whatever stingent of uh, this part of his career would look like just because motherfuckers in MMA, unless you're a champ, you ain't getting no fucking money. There's people who are still contenders and working second jobs. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not I'm not quite sure. But um, maybe PFL, maybe maybe one of them circus shows. Jake Paul maybe. and PFL would be a bad PFL. move. That's a terrible move. It, it, he would yeah. get destroyed in PFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty fucking obvious. Grapplers in PFL. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to a million dollar tournament, I'm shooting for your fucking ankles too, bro. Yeah. No, I mean, at the same time, Clarissa Shields is not in part of no tournament, so she was just doing exhibition matches, so it could be something along the lines of that. She's part of the tournament for next year. Yeah, for next year, but it's not to say that Jake Paul has to be. That would be fucking weird to go to PFL and not contend, (laughs) like, at all. You're just beating up scrubs. But being Jake Paul... And and having the ability to do one, he's not going to sign a, a contract that's more than one fight. I guarantee it. So he, it's going to be a one-off fight. So it's probably not going to be attached to a tournament. Now that I think about it. Yeah. And at the same time, it fucking makes no sense for him to go to Bellator when they're literally already having truck drivers fight each other, and there's no celebrity involved. That's why it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, I, I think uh, Jack Swagger got beat up by his Uber driver. So. Yo, Jack Swagger uh, legit got beat up by a Grubhub delivery guy. It was fucking, it's fucking insane. And bro. they gave him the win. Yeah, they <laughs> still gave him the win. Bro, he got his ass beat by that plumber, bro. And I don't understand. All it's saying leads me to what I'm saying, man. I think they're more willing to deal with a circus show than PFL will be. PFL seems pretty professional, bro. Fucking with that million dollars on the line, they can't afford to have some shit showing somebody think that, like, you know, every, you know what everybody thinks about Jake Paul fights that they're fucking. Oh, uh, they're circus shows. Yeah, circus shows, and that they might be set up and fake and shit like that. Yeah. No, nobody in MMA rolls with that shit for real. You're not gonna find somebody to take a fall. I mean, you might, but everybody like, uh, with the bread that he offering. <laughs> anybody? But, but I know champions gonna, that'll take a fall. How is he gonna offer that bread when nobody in MMA gives out that kind of money? Yeah, I they mean will. he can. They will. Yeah, they can always. Just because look. I what what I don't like about MMA, uh, the MMA community is be, they think because something hasn't happened that it cannot happen. That's what I That's can't stand. If we always yeah. thought that way, then Connor never would have fucking fought Floyd. Connor yep. would have never became who he was. Period. 
There would we never wouldn't been have an Israel. We would never have exactly. We would never have an Israel Adesanya out here, bro. With fucking BMW sponsorships, man. What do you like? What do you think? What do you think happens if they do like a one-off Triller MMA shit then? Triller they MMA. Can. I don't think Jake Paul is never working with Triller again. But I would love that. Or, or it's, not Triller, but whatever. Just whatever. Some one-off thing on another organization, like his Man, own thing. Fuck all this shit. Send them to Ryzen. Man. Feed them to Gabby Garcia. I'm tired of it. I I would pay. <laughs> I would pay a hundred dollars to watch that. I, would, I think that'd be easily the most fucking <laughs> the most views he's ever gotten on a fight. I don't bro. care if it's in Japan and it's five a.m. I'm gonna watch that <laughs> fucking fight, bro. Bro, they could fight in the fucking parking lot of an Arby's. <laughs> I'm paying to watch that shit, bro. I do not care. I'm I want to see his that. arm get snapped by this chick. I'm with it. Legit. She would she knock would, that. She, I, would, she would knock him out. What do you mean snap his arm? <laughs> what? She's KOing yeah. Jake Paul, Nasty bro. Nasty things to him, man. Gabby Garcia at- is a gorilla, bro. She, yeah, she going to look at him like Bob Sapp in The Longest Yard looked at Adam Sandler. Bro, she gonna look at him like a steak. I don't know what you're like talking about. Fucking, that's like those no, the first the first like fucking scene is just him towering over him, and then he becomes soft. But just that one instinctual ah. moment where she's just looking down at the dude, like that's literally gonna be them. Damn, it's gonna be like a shit. Damn, gonna be like where'd the sun go? <laughs> turn around, oh, like the white chicks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, white chocolate! <laughs> Don't you go melt in the sun? Oh my god, that would be yeah, she hilarious. Goes. Yo, yeah, Jorge versus Kobe is official, but I'm gonna say this right us. now. It, I'm about to blow. Official. I'm sorry, it's not. It's official. not official. It's agreed to, but they haven't. They haven't got the contracts oh. official. That's so why is Bokamoto? Why is Bokamoto posting tweet. it? Why? Why is Ariel posting it? Why is ESPN posting it, bro? That's why I made that tweet. I said it's ninety percent probably not gonna happen, man. Like, yeah, I don't think that. I don't think they're gonna fight each. First of all, and I need to make this a public statement. I need to put this on the record. I do not believe the heat between Jorge and Colby, and Me I neither. never have. From day one, I knew that it was all a ploy to make them as marketable as possible. These motherfuckers sat in their living room and came up with the plan. To get themselves out here. Kobe said, you know what? I'm going to do this MAGA shit. Jorge said, you know what? I just knocked out Darren Till. We're about to do whatever the fuck we want to do. And we're both going to. I feel like they thought eventually we're going to both make it to the title. One of us is going to win it. And then I'm going to call you out. And then we're going to fight for the title. And we're going to make money. I believe that was the plan. I don't think it went that way. Um, when And then I feel like you could be like. You could play devil's advocate and go. Uh, no, nah, it's legit because Kobe got kicked out of the gym. Sure. I believe Kobe had legit issues with people at the gym, but yeah. I do not think Jorge is one of them. I don't. I agree. I, I don't, I would say that, um, I don't know if it went that deep, but I definitely think that these motherfuckers had some sort of ploy. Like, I do not think that they've had any form of beef. Like, I, I do think that that's a hundred percent fabricated. Um, obviously Kobe is a fucking racist, but he hides it behind his character, which I do think is a character, but he is fucking funny. And um, and then Jorge is uh, this. They believe all the same shit, bro. Jorge. Yeah, yeah. They they're basically the same person. So yeah. it's like, um, I don't believe the beef between them. I don't think the fight's happening. I have this very certain rule, oh, uh, with a specific rule, I should say, when it comes to either um Kobe Covington or Nate Diaz. 
and that is um unless I see them in the octagon, that shit has not happened yet. And um, <laughs> that's that's exactly how I feel about this one. It's funny you should say that. I was thinking about that fight last night when I saw it on Twitter, and I, all I could think to myself was, I'm not excited for that fight until I see them both making the walk to the cage. I don't care if the show already started. I don't care if they got video of them walking in from the car. Unless I see them in their kits walking to the cage, I am not excited about this fight because I don't now think it's going to happen. See why I'm not even tripping about it. I really don't have much to say. I don't think it's going to happen, bro. But if it does happen, Kobe's going to beat Jorge's ass dog. I'm sorry to say. For that. sure. 50-44. Bro, he's about to demolish this guy. Yeah, like, I see that too. I, I think Jorge is going to come in extremely aggressive. Colby is going to take full fucking advantage of that, and he's going to dominate this motherfucker for five rounds. I mean, don't get it twisted. I would love it if, if Jorge could somehow pull it off, bro. Please. Yes, I want a double KO. I know I say that. <laughs> I was going to say I was going to say I want a flying knee Superman punch. Fucking double KO. Both of them go to sleep. Yeah, that'll be the best fight oh. ever. Yeah. But, Whoever um, wakes up first is the winner. <laughs> just a fucking a standing ten count. WWE. It's style. a last. Yeah, it's a last man standing match, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Herb Dean. One, two. Nigga, that should be fucking hilarious. But <laughs> I would say, um, I wouldn't count Jorge all the way out because that's kind of what people did when it came to him fighting Till. Um. Especially after them first like twenty seconds when Till knocked him down with that straight left. But um Jorge has power. He has good timing and um Colby is susceptible to um getting punched in the jaw. Name so, the last guy Jorge Masvidal knocked out with his hands. Darren Till, probably, right? Yeah, probably I think so. Yeah, I think Till. What year was that? Twenty eighteen? Twenty nineteen? Yeah, I mean that's not even that bad. I mean we can look at that and say When's the last time Leon Edwards got knocked out? Uh, knocked Jordan somebody Jordan out, but Leon is a fucking People Leon is a, is a fucking savage. Nate Diaz fight, dog. If that Nate Diaz fight would have kept going, he would have ended Diaz. Yeah, I think yeah. he would have TKO'd him. I don't think he would have knocked him out. I think uh, Jorge definitely has KO power. I mean, literally, obviously, he has KO power. But when it comes to his boxing, it is very clean. It is very efficient. It is. I'm not even gonna say underrated. I think people rate it pretty accurately. But yeah, I also I don't – I think his power in his hands is a little bit overrated. So I don't yeah. think he's – if Usman dropped Kobe twice and Kobe stood back up, Jorge Masvidal is not knocking out Kobe Covington. I just – I don't think he will. I think low-key, and this might be fucking crazy to say, but after all the people that uh, Usman has punched in the face, I think Kobe might have the best chin. Uh, I think it's Gilbert, bro. Nigga, he – he put Gilbert down with a jab. With jabs, bro. What are you talking about? He didn't flatline Gilbert, bro. He, Nigga, didn't. he didn't flatline Kobe either. And he hit Kobe with rights. Flatline Gilbert because the referee saved that man's life. He was getting his That is a fair point. Out. I just rewatched that shit the other day. Herb Dean saved his life, bro. He was getting his face pummeled, bro. Like, nah, Gilbert. Nah. Yeah. Initially, I, I thought it was an early stoppage, but upon upon further inspection, yeah, he was about to die. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was almost bro. With yeah, his face is getting punched really badly. Um, <laughs> but I would that say reactions to the punches were just getting terrible too. Mm-hmm. It was getting real flinchy, real real um retracted. Yeah, but um, no, yeah, I would say um. 
Yeah, it's a it's a it's a small little statement, but I think Kobe might have the best chin besides probably Usman in uh <clears throat> welterweight. What do y'all think would have happened if Max actually got in there with uh Volk again? Oh fuck me. You know, <clears throat> I'm I, I might be a little controversial about this because I fucking love Max, but I didn't I didn't want to see it again. I didn't either, bro. I did. I just I I'm no. He said you I did. wanted to see it again. Yeah, I did. I wanted to see it again because I ain't no, ain't no, ain't no. Mm, hold up, ain't no way, boy, 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 ain't no way, boy, ain't no way, boy. Ain't no fucking way, boy. You not about to beat Max Holloway three times, boy. Ain't no way, boy. Hey, look, yeah. listen. The only reason I'm against it is because if Max does lose, there's no more title for him ever. That's cap. But okay. Why? As long as he's Max Holloway. Camp, as long as Volk is champ, that would have been his last shot. As long as Volk is champ. Very while. correct. Let's go, TKZ. Let's get this shit, TKZ. If I'm Max, boy, I'm flying out to Korea. ASAP. <laughs> ASAP. Like I said Holding in the... In the uh, if I said, like I said in the Ortega fight, if I'm Max, I'm training Ortega to beat Volkanovski. I'm telling this man everything that I know that was successful in our two fights. You win that belt... And I get the first fucking title shot. And I beat your ass again. That's the best fucking plan ever, bro. That's Loki. That nigga, that's some bullying ass tactics. Nigga say, yo, yo, yo. Listen, I'm going to show you how to beat his ass, right? After you and beat then his I'm gonna ass, beat your ass, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> 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 that's hilarious. No. I'm just saying. But I mean... As a as a Max fan, that was some bias shit, but I like the uh, coordination. That was some good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking um, of speaking of Max, bro, he the not making it to the fight was a little weird to me. I'm sorry that he aggravated the injury, but why why did they postpone TKZ versus Volk when they could have just said that from Max versus Volk? Like they pushed TKZ Volk back. TKZ so he's did not, they? Yes. Yeah, really? they, they pushed it back. It's not like a like a a fill in. <laughs> it's like a whole new fight. What's taking oh in America? That's a great question. That's an amazing question. Probably I would have guessed not because he's he he's usually doesn't stay out here or train out here. Um, but probably um, had to get him in. Yeah, they probably had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so pick somebody else, bro. Yair lives in America. The fuck? Yair lives in America? He can't... Never mind. I'm not going to say it. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So, if if y'all wanted the fight to happen on the day that it was scheduled, and there was no pushback, and it was no TKZ or Max, who do you think should have it? It's Yair, bro. Yair? Man, you think Yair? Man, fuck all that. I want triple C, baby. I want triple C. That man is not in the testing pool. He's not in shape. Have you seen what T have you seen what Sahudo looks like outside of camp? Yeah, he's he's promoting like it. Bubble, bro. He's My guy got the Mexican body. My man been eating, dog. Bro, he could living. Bro, he, but he's always like that out of outside of camp. That's that was his problem when it when he first got into the UFC. He first got in, for his first and then he yeah. went to that little clinic in Colombia, and he came back, and that man was shredded the whole fucking time, bro. My guy is sure. retired, retired. I'm pretty sure my man could go ahead and call up a little somebody that he know in the little jungle area. 
can get some some little medicines, right? And he some can acai. get some He can get that so He can get that ayahuasca, baby. Stop playing. My man's can get in the fucking game again. You understand me? You understand me? It's hey, lit. Triple C got a good chance against Volk too. They're about to man. Triple C will beat the shit out of Volk, bro. I do not care what nobody says. I think Volk beats the shit out of Triple C. <laughs> Bro, I ain't gonna lie I to really you. Do. I really ain't no, do. Bro, ain't nobody gonna fucking wrestle that man like Triple C would. Damn nobody. Man. Triple C back on the title shot. John Jones is gonna go ape shit, bro. Yeah. Oh, he he's gonna have a fucking mental breakdown on Twitter and delete everything right after. Mine, bro. He's going to lose it, though. And especially, oh, if he doesn't knock him out in the first round, he's gonna, he's gonna be like, "This is your goat. Is this your king?" <laughs> <laughs> oh like, my god, bro! You know who I think beats Volkanovski, and cool. a lot of people shit on this, but I really thought I really think Pitbull beats Volkanovski. Pitbull, Pitbull from Bellator, the Bellator, <laughs> the former Bellator champion. I think, and and a lot of people were calling for. Uh, uh, what's AJ McKee versus Max Holloway? I don't. I don't AJ want McKee that fight. beats the shit out of Volk. I don't want. I don't even think he. I don't know if he beats Volk. I don't know. I'm not gonna say I don't think he can. I don't think. I'm not gonna say I don't think he could beat Max. I don't know Bro, if he could beat these dudes. I know. The... I know Pitbull can beat motherfucking Volk, bro. I know it. After what, after what AJ did to Pitbull, I don't. I'm not. I'm never doubting him again. Oh no, 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 I love AJ. Look, AJ McKee is a star, bro. I'm mad that he hasn't fought yet. I'm mad Bellator is not like, bro, go beat his brother. That actually bothers me. Yeah. But I, I think they're trying hey. to preserve the Pitbull name because they were breadwinners for the for Bellator for years. And they're never leaving, but neither is AJ McKee, so they'll never be champions again. I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna agree with the never leaving part because uh Pitbull still has a real big name and I think he might transition over to UFC. Bro, he said it himself. Bellator is his home. He said he wants to retire in Bellator, and he's been fighting for a hot minute, bro. I think they're gonna retire there. They're paying that man good, then. Yep, that man. Yeah. Is no, no, he's getting paid. He's yeah, eating he well, paid. bro. Yeah, no, I would definitely say that um, if if that works for him, kudos. I mean, it just works. That's fine. But um, that'd be a nice little weight jump for Sahudo. Speaking of weight jumps, though. Charles Oliveira wanted to challenge Volk. Do y'all think Oof. Charles can still make 145? Uh, fuck. Um, ah, I'm so conflicted on that. Charles eating like, good nowadays. He got champ money, yeah. bro. He mm-hmm. got a whole farm, bro. He's eating good. I don't know if he can make 45 anymore. I don't know. I think he can I think he can make it. The only problem is is that when he was at 45, that's when he had some of like his most vulnerable moment. That's when, that's, that's when everybody thought he had no chin. That's when everybody thought he couldn't take damage. He jumped up to 55 and he was taking Chandler shots like a fucking champ. Like, yeah, I I think it's better for him to stay at 55. I think he can make 45, but he, he'd he be very vulnerable. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be double champs, honestly, bro. So I... I I think he should stay at 55. And then I definitely think since it's him, he should stay at 55. He was getting smacked around at 145, bro. Are there no yeah. double champs anymore? Uh, No. Wow. Interesting. No. Amanda DC is not. One. Yeah, Amanda was the last one, and she just lost. Izzy failed. Fucking Valentina. Bro, when I saw when I saw uh, Juliana Pena 
beat Amanda Nunes. First of all, I told y'all niggas it was completely possible, bro. I was not surprised when she beat Amanda Nunes, and I, I, I I'm going to hold on to that forever, bro. I'm Trust me, I remember. We were all in the call. I'm not surprised. Bro, fight. Juliana Pena laid that shit out so clearly. She said, my coaches and I have a very clear plan. We are going to make her punch herself out. She's going to get tired, and I'm going to finish her. What the fuck happened? <laughs> that. I respect she's her, fucking, bro. Everybody called her crazy. They called her cringy. They everything, and all I can say to those people are, "How is it crazy or cringy when she did it?" It was Nick for sure. Bro, she did it. She yeah, did she, it with her fine yeah. ass. Anyway, uh, I think. I think Valentina needs to go up right now. Valentina it's foaming um, at the mouth right now. I know bro, she is. She's right. she's Valentina like got to go get that belt. She yeah, got to get it. She's, She's definitely like a Great Dane looking at a steak right now. Legitimately. Cause... She's a fucking pit bull looking at a puppy, nigga. She need to go uh, get it, bro. bro. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Man, fuck all that shit. Valentina should have been double champ. She beat it Nunez in the second fight. Yep, okay. she beat Nunez. I'm not hearing that shit. Bro, all right, all right. I, I just had to, to get that off my chest. I'm sorry. It, it's just back trauma. Sorry. Amanda handled her in both fights, man. I hate to Get say it. Bro, Yugi, we will rewatch that second fight, bro. The first fight, yes, she won. Hands down, Yugi, she won. The dirty first bitch. Fight. How could you? <laughs> handled her, bro? She just laid handled there. She her, did man. nothing to her. Not only that, but right. she got swept. She got okay. outstruck. Right, right. She got so countered. Did, so did Amanda handle GDR? Bro, Amanda uh, yeah, was a fucking she did. weighted. She was a weighted blanket on GDR, bro. She did the same thing to GDR that she did. No, there was way... No, no, no. There was way more striking in the Valentina fight than there was in the GDR fight. Yeah. They were on the ground for the GDR fight. GDR didn't really provide any offense. And on top of that, she also got laid on. And I still think GDR did well. (laughs) For to be fighting Amanda Nunes, I still think she did well. GDR could be the 135 champ right now. (laughs) She's some Juliana with a fucking beard. I know she's sick to her. She retired? Nah, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure she did, bro. <laughs> Motherfucker calling her Marina Renal. That's crazy. Bro, she's literally... Oh, my God. She's literally in fucking... Um, she's literally just being a cop right now. Just I was about to say, she a call. cop, bro. She yeah, a cop. She's a, yeah, she's a cop. She's a full-blown cop. So she's just waiting for the call while just fucking beating the shit out of thugs in the street like Batman. Damn. Why she gotta be a <laughs> cop, bro? I like GDR. I, I still like GDR, but it's I don't just don't like her outside the cage just because she's a cop. That's... <laughs> But hey, she's a cop at I'm Amsterdam, sorry, so like, what is her job oh, yeah. really? Niggas, niggas, niggas can smoke weed and be prostitutes. So like, what do you do? Oh yeah, she's a cop at Amsterdam. She's chilling. She probably just, she probably just worried about niggas uh, parking meters and shit. But, she um, eat donuts. Don't chill, do bro. Nothing. She's probably yeah. smoking with them. Yeah, legit. <laughs> I mean, she could. In her hair back. She Yo, legitimately fellas, could. Uh, what do you guys, uh, what do you guys think about the RDA and Fizzy matchup? I think it's a bad matchup for Fizzy. Yeah, I'm. I'm I'll, I'll wait. I'll, I'll let Yugi get his point. Of, what do you think I about think the matchup? It's a good matchup for Fizzy, bro. He's a pressure fighter. He's not like a fucking wrestler, but he's a pressure fighter, and that's everything RDA has a problem with. Though. Who's the last guy to just beat the shit out of RDA on the feet I mean, with nobody, straight pressure? I'm not, I'm not no, it was it was it was Eddie Alvarez. But like, bro, that was a long yeah, time. Was oh, also, no, Leon did it. Leon did it. Leon beat the Kobe, shit Kobe. out of RDA. Kobe, Kobe. Too. Yeah, but Kobe, Kobe was wrestling him though. Yeah, but he was also Kobe was working his game plan, which is pressure you on the feet with the punches, 
That was a threat to take down. They got him. Yeah, exactly. But that, yeah, he but doesn't. Fizzy ain't got that. Fizzy ain't got that. Yeah, Fizzy's the yeah. motherfucker that wants to stand up and just do all the flashy, crazy shit and, and make you spook yourself, bro. That's what yeah. I think happened in his last I think, fight. I think the third round's going to be ugly. They're both going to be tired as hell. I think my what I think is is that I definitely think inherently it's a very bad matchup. Naturally, because yeah. RDA's game plan is to grab you and fucking grind you down to dust. And uh, he's very good at it. But... So when was Is the last he, time RDA granted anybody down to anything, bro? Don't you Paul fucking Felder. say it, Shaq. Oh, Paul Felder. God. I'm going I'm to I'm spare you. Paul <sighs> Felder. Thank God. <laughs> I thought he, it was he, coming. Not only, not only did he <laughs> grind Paul Felder, RDA but he also off. beat... Uh, um, probably uh, last year. Or, well, I say was last it the Paul year. Felder fight? I say last year, but I really mean like 2020. Let's see what his last fight was. Speak, uh rda's last fight was paul felder holy shit yeah it was and somehow it was a split decision i don't understand how it was a split decision still to this day i don't understand nah it feels like it feels like it was last year yeah i like physics chances man i like physics i like what yo no he got a great he got a great shot i'm just saying i don't think it's a good matchup yeah uh yeah but i also to that to that counterpoint even though it isn't a good matchup, we can look into the past and see what kind of tools uh, Fizzy provides that previous opponents have used in order to beat them. So we can look at people who have really good stand-up and Muay Thai and clinching. So we look at somebody like Leon Edwards, very, very lanky, had really good striking, fucked them up in the clinch. I think Fizzy has a possibility of doing that, especially being a fucking Muay Thai master. So I, I, th- I think it's... A- he has the shot, um, but the only thing is, is that can he stop the fucking pressure double leg against the cage? Mm. Doubtful. Doubtful. Can he stop the throws? Can he stop the singles? Can he stop RDA pulling guard? And, it, and it's a little deeper than that. It's can you stop it all in the first round? Because he'll be able to stop it in the second and third because RDA is going to tire out a little bit. I think Fizzy's gonna get to. Did you see the the Bobby Green fight? I think Fizzy will tire first. It's not just the Bobby Green fight, bro. Fizzy collapses in the third round. Yeah. Mm, So RDA just gotta cook him, slow cook him. Yeah. It collapses in the third round, bro. Well, not at 70, but at 55, especially when he was fucking basically cutting off a leg to make the weight a couple years ago. This is 55. Yeah, no, I'm saying, yeah, that's what I'm saying, that it's a big factor. The fact that he is back at 55, mm. his his cardio is going to take a big uh, a big chunk. So Man, RDA at 65 would be crazy. Jose RDA at 65 is my fucking sleep paralysis. <laughs> Fuck that. RDA at 65 in his prime is the scariest shit I've ever heard of. <laughs> Don't I'm matter, Kevin Lee. That. It's a 65 goat. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Lee, the acclaimed 65 goat. He's Yo, 65. It's so, I've been calling him the 65 goat for like five years, bro. It's so crazy that it, it built up so much steam that eventually Khabib was like, no, yeah, you can have your own division. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, we're going we gonna to build you right. Your first opponent is Diego Sanchez. <laughs> I forgot bro. all about that, bro. That's, That's so insane. I love Yo, that. Yo, please save Diego. Please, somebody. No. Whoever's close no. to him, save Diego. Not him. save Diego. Diego's fine. Kevin Lee needs his motherfucking dubs. He got to get them all back. 
He got to get them all back. <laughs> and they're all going to be fuck. against Diego. <laughs> Hasbula Has next. I don't give a fuck. Hasbula next and then a Diego rematch. <laughs> let's go. I'm Diego trilogy. Oh, let's go. How do y'all feel about this uh, Hermanson versus Strickland fight? Okay, um, you can't ask me and Eric that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a fair question. I'm not. I'm. A, I'm. I'm not a Hermanson fan. I'm a Hermanson. We some fan, Jack boys so. over here, bro. Yeah, I, I'm a Jack boy, bro. I like Jack <laughs> Hermanson, bro. So, and I think Strickland, Loki, when he first started like this, I guess he's kind of doing the same thing Kobe's doing, but instead he's acting like a fucking moron. Um, acting when he, oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I was gonna say when he started showing out. First, I was like, eh, "This is kind of corny," but Loki, I think this shit is hilarious. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely going for Hermanson. I definitely think that um, Hermanson has shown that he has problems with people who have uh, good striking. Like, it's pretty obvious that Hermanson's striking isn't the greatest. But um, whenever it comes to the grappling and the ground and pound, he's one of the nastiest. So um, I think if he can get Strickland to the ground, it'll be a quick, uh, a quick night. But um, Strickland is uh, no kickwalk. I, I I'm a big I'm a huge Jack fan too. I know y'all be seeing me on Twitter, bro. Jack for sub. Oh really? We're a trio of Jack Herman stands. Let's go. Crazy. It's but, lit. But after watching a couple of his fights, man, I, I'm starting yeah. to notice his weakness and yeah. he's great on top, bro. He's great on top, bro. When somebody's on top of him. Yeah, it, it's kind of different. Like he throws up some subs and shit, and sometimes he'll get them. But it's kind of different when somebody's on top of him, bro. And Strickland's kind of Strickland's a tough boy, and he's gonna try to ground upon him, bro. I think what it is is that um he um he has a tough time um blending that offense and defense on the ground while trying to like transition into something and also defending his head. Because one thing he tends to do is he'll cower up for a couple seconds. If he sees there's a break, that's when he'll go for a roll or he'll go for a leg or something. And that is, it's very predictable at that point, you know? Y'all um, see his, uh, Russ, I'm sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> no, you're, you're good, you're good. Wrestling match against uh, Hamzat? No, I, I didn't, but I heard, he, I, heard he, uh, I heard he lost. Which there was no sad. reason I wanted to watch that. If it was a okay. jiu-jitsu match, I would have been all about it. The fact that he chose wrestling fucking rules for Hamzat was ridiculous to me i had no desire to watch that it went exactly how i thought i can understand why he did it It was for fun but if you really paid attention to it, his wrestling is getting a lot better too Uh, you can tell he's training wrestling too not just jujitsu bro like he fucking i mean it's hamza you know what i mean so what can you really expect but he held his own you know something that just popped up into my head right now as yugi was saying that i'm perfectly fine with him doing that especially if his wrestling is getting better because one thing that definitely fucked him up is that, especially in the Cannoneer fight, is that his um, his entry uh, to grappling is fucking abysmal. It's very bad, and I love Jack Hermanson, and I, but it's just the way he shoots for a takedown is extremely desperate, and it's oh, he got but, Damian Maya's disease. I yeah, got it. Yeah, it's gonna say that he got that the jujitsu curse of not being able to do takedowns because he start on the fucking ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. Um, I'm glad to hear this wrestling is getting better. So, yeah, Hermanson all the way, 100%. Like, he got bullied, like, the first three minutes, but once, or not three minutes, but, like, like the first minute and a half, but once you could tell he settled out and figured out exactly how strong fucking Hamza was, he was holding his own. He was getting pushed around a little bit, but you can tell he's gotten a lot better, bro. Like, a yeah. lot. I really think Sean Strickland is mid. I, th- I think so, too. 
I think that we are overhyping what he can do to Hermanson, especially when, if you look at Hermanson's last few fights, he got beat on the feet in certain exchanges. I mean, Strickland's just going to try to jab this motherfucker. He's going to have to jab him to keep him back because if he gets a hold of Strickland, he's fucked. He's fucked. I don't think that he's going to be able to do that because if you remember the Marvin Vittori fight, while Jack Hermanson got his fucking ass beat, he outstruck Vittori in two of those fucking rounds. He made Vittori look like he just started boxing class. So Hermanson is like, for me, he he lacks consistency when it comes to his his feet, his footwork, his head movement, his fucking hands. Sometimes he surprises the ever living fuck out of me, and sometimes I am severely disappointed. I don't always know what I'm going to get with him on the feet. So I can't just say yeah. that Strickland is going to implement the simplest fucking plan ever because i feel like he expects that jack has shithead movement sometimes i'd say most of the time but sometimes that motherfucker will slip and rip bro you never know yeah like especially like when um when jackery was pressuring him against the cage hit him with the straight right into the hook boom stumbled him and then got into the uh the grappling exchange with jackery into the uh, favorable position exactly so it's definitely possible um all right uh shack so, um, you've uh, re- recently received an Oculus. Tell me about that. Uh, Facebook sent me an Oculus uh, a couple, maybe a week ago, a week and a half, something like that. Nice. Uh, my manager ended up leaving Facebook. She, she went to TikTok, so get that money. But um, <laughs> she decided to send us some, uh, all of her clients some uh, Oculus. And I, it was funny. <clears throat> and uh, people don't really believe this when I say it, but I swear it was in my Amazon cart and I was going to buy it the day before I got the email saying that I had one coming in the mail. I was wow. going to buy one. So the fact that <laughs> Facebook was like, I mean, we make these. Y- y'all want these? I love that. <laughs> uh, I appreciate them for that. Uh, uh, it makes me feel like a member of the team. That That's dope. But I didn't understand shit about VR. I was just going to hop in and like, try some shit uh yeah. and I, eventually i ended up doing that obviously because they sent it to me i i love the initial boot up bro like not even the initial boot up because you you see it more but when you tur- when you put the oculus on your head and you just load in to your home you have like a i'm not going to call it a home because there's an actual home that you have but there's like a an environment that they load you into they have a few different ones the very first one is like this jungle oasis on a cliff near a waterfall and the sun is setting and it's just crazy bro you got like chairs and like a full bar and shit and like you're just looking around like holy fuck like i'm here like it feels like you're there i will say though you got to get your vr legs because it kind of gave me a headache the the first few times i used yeah, it yeah i could I imagine said, it's a lot of uh motion sickness probably yeah it was a little bit of motion sickness after like three days i didn't feel any of that shit and i got used to it but like your your equilibrium is off when you wear that thing that and it's heavy as fuck so i suggest getting the elite strap which balances the weight it clips onto the back so the weight is evenly distributed on your head oh um, it has one of those little uh like fucking counterbalance shits on it yes it's not even for that but uh yeah that's a feature on the on the strap the strap is really to just make it fit your head in a custom kind of way 
okay. but the counterweight definitely helps. It you got to have a strong ass neck. Let me just say that shit. If you don't have that <laughs> counterweight, speaking uh, of strong ass neck, what that VR porn looked like? I mean, I'm a, I'm oh my god, that. VR porn <laughs> was the okay. Hold up, let me just. It's funny. let's get in. Come on, my bro. Name. I was really asking you about that for that. Okay, yeah. I, oh, all right, look. I decided to boot it up. I said, you know what? I always see VR porn on these websites, and I'd be disappointed, bro. I get so disappointed because I don't have fucking VR, and this scene looks incredible. Well, you know what? I got it now. I got bro. it now, bro. What it was hitting for? The first scene I watched it was a shorty in the kitchen, and you were just standing there while she was like Oof. grabbing something out the oven, and. Oof. When you put the headset on, bro, you're actually like you can look around the whole kitchen. It was crazy. I don't know mm. what, how they do this shit, but she was like right in front of me, and like the proportions to like her actual body size looked super accurate to like a, like a woman's figure. It looked like I was. It felt like I was there, bro. And then I, <laughs> he said he, he said he smelled the roast chicken, mm. bro. I fucked up against the fridge. It was crazy, bro. <laughs> legitimately bro i like cheated on my girl that day i was like bro, oh this is crazy that shit felt illegal it legit i felt like i walked into this lady's house and just fucked her that was crazy bro Shaq said he had to go take a shower after i had to bro i smoked a cigarette for one man i'm shopping around for one and the thing that sold me on it was the first part you were talking about the home and uh Set your shit up in the jungle and shit like that. But I'm yeah. definitely not some of the porn, bro. When you said the first thing you said, the first thing that popped up in my mind was like, wait, Yugi just wanted it for the porn? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if somebody bought that just for porn, I wouldn't be surprised. Also, if you go on the Steam, you can download porn games to your shit, bro. Like VR Jesus porn Christ, games. People are horny. People I'm, about are to, horny. I'm about to buy one. The porn game's only like ten dollars, bro. That's what crazy. is a porn game, bro? A porn game in VR is exactly what you think, bro. There's just like a bitch sucking your dick, and you can press like you can press buttons, maybe low, push her head down, or or or, <laughs> or give her a facial, <laughs> or like switch positions, or Yo, change the setting, right. give her Get bigger off. titties, all of that, bro. VR Jesus porn Christ. and VR what porn up? games are. Built different, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> nah, man. This should sound like fucking a, a GTA sex mission, bro. This is insane. Hell, it was, was hot coffee. A whole lot about them, bro. Not the games, but just the the Oculus in general, bro. But Shaq's putting it on another level. That's different, bro. It's yeah, crazy. And then, oh, oh, let me talk about Horizon Venues because I didn't realize this was a thing, right? So Horizon mm. Venues is like this fucking movie theater in the Oculus that you walk into. When you walk into it, there's a bunch of different theaters that you can see when you walk down this hallway. In yeah. the hallway, I just happened to see one championship was up. So I walked in that bitch. I walked into the one championship thing and I go in and there's like a it's like a theater. There's like the bottom part and there's even seats like you can sit your uh, your, your character on the seat and just sit there and watch. But most people just wow. walk around inside of there and talk to each other. And then they have like an upper deck level like you're in a fucking like you're in a um, like an opera house or some shit. You sit up on the upper deck and then like you can see the screen even better from up there. And there's people up there. Bro, one dude was legit smoking. While he was uh, while he was using his fucking Oculus, and you could see his fingers basically, and he was just putting it up to his mouth, bro, and it looked like super realistic, man. Like people in there, they don't even watch MMA. 
And they were just in there having fun, bro. They were just talking and having fun. I think I said they was watching one championship where Lincoln got shot. That's crazy. <laughs> Legit, bro. <laughs> Lincoln got his shit peeled back, and I was just like, wow. This man is actually, uh, he just head kick KO'd him. That's wild. Bro, no, the, that's there's, there's, you can even like, you, there, so they have something called Always On for, uh, for venues in, in Horizon. <clears throat> and there's like 24 7 concerts happening. They got 2 Chains, Snoop Dogg, Young Thug, fucking Nickelback. There's just like VR concerts that are happening. Hours and hours of concerts, bro. You just you walk That's in there and go to a concert hard. with a bunch of people actually sitting there watching the concert with you and shit. It's madness, bro. They had the NBA game on there the other day. The the Celtics versus the Pacers, man. I didn't get to see it because I was busy, but I really wanted to fucking sit there and watch an NBA game courtside. I think uh, I think Rory was saying, shout out to Rory. Uh, I think Rory was telling us about um, he was going to go watch that in VR. Uh, man, a it's, a, it's a that great idea. I got to do it next time. I got to do it next time. I, I didn't have time to do it, but I really I want to sit courtside. I feel so. There was a company that was actually doing VR sports and shit. Yeah. Um, I forgot their name, but they had. If you remember uh, watching like WWE, they actually had a camera that was like on the barricade, so it looked like you were sitting ringside. They had one for the UFC. They had one for uh, boxing. They had one for NASCAR. It didn't matter what sport you watched. That company went out of business, unfortunately. But Bro. they were doing VR experiences. The issue is that nobody had VR like that at the time. Yeah, VR's they were ahead now. of the game. Yeah. So if they just if they just waited, they probably dropped this year when the pandemic or last year when the pandemic hit, then, you know, maybe they would have been more successful. But they decided I mean, if, to launch if, that shit early. If they happen to have any forms of patents, I'm sure they'll be okay. They'll still make some form of money out of it. They could probably end up relaunching or selling to a company. They this, sold. This, they sold yeah, to okay. Apple, but Apple didn't, like, drop nothing with them yet. So, like, you just can't watch sports like that. Wow, Apple's just sitting on the fucking gold mine. Yeah, of course bro. they are. They're probably uh, working on something. They might be. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yo, Yugi, have you been playing any Halo lately? I've been oh, playing bro. a lot of Halo lately, man. A lot of it. I'm trying to wait patiently so I don't, like, spoil myself for the uh, the multiplayer campaign. I'm on, like, the last part, but I'm not trying to do it. I'm trying to do it with people. Yeah. But I've been playing a lot of multiplayer, man, a whole lot. What are you thinking about it? Me, personally, uh, I uh, I was playing kind of, I'm on, kind of I'm on the same boat with you. Um I played the first couple missions of uh, the uh, campaign, and I thought it was fire. I thought the graphics were really good, and then once I reached the open world, I was like, okay, this is going to be a lot of shit to do. But um, Halo is known for their uh, their co-op campaigns, and um, I haven't played a Halo since Halo 3 before this one. But, um, yeah, I, I would probably prefer to play it with someone, so I'm just going to wait until that drops, and then I'll, I'll play through the whole thing. But I have been playing a whole lot of multiplayer. As you uh, as you know, we've been playing together. It's been a little while since we played together, but yeah, I fucking love the multiplayer. Uh, Fiesta is my shit. Um, I loved Ranked Arena as well. I would say those are probably my two most played game modes. Anytime you respond into Fiesta, you just get a everything is randomized. Your fucking your bomb, your your power up, your primary and secondary weapons. So every it's a fucking RNG central in there, and I love that shit. 
I have a love hate for Fiesta. You know me; I'm always in tactical or ranked, man. Always, yeah. always, man. But I do recommend that you try, like, just to just to figure it out, man. Because I did it, and it was it was actually super fun. Figure out the method, or of uh, like in the in the campaign mode, they have a whole lot of different missions, like a different different styles of missions. You can go hunt down the skulls. You can. It's just a whole bunch of different things you can do. You can power up your weapons. There's weapon skins. There's armor skins there's helmets yeah. just go out there and adventure a little bit man before you like if you're just waiting for campaign or the co-op campaign they'll yeah. go out there and adventure just a little bit man it's fun i took a, a, a airplane i took one of the banshees and i just traveled everywhere just to unlock the map and it's a lot it's a lot bro it's a lot i heard that's only uh is that only one is it only one open part or i heard it was two separate ones it's two separate ones holy fuck Okay. Um. Yeah, that's a lot of gameplay to uncover. Yeah, I, I think we'll definitely. I think I'm definitely gonna wait until there's another person <laughs> I can do it with. Cause I'm not. Yeah, no. I look. He have a like fucking adult ADHD. I I fucking I can't. I'll get bored so fucking quickly if I'm just walking around doing that. But that's um, the thing, man. I don't think you're gonna get bored. There's plenty to do, man. I hunt it down. Yeah. Skulls like, just to mess around and uh. Some of the skulls come with little ammo, not ammo perks, but uh, armor skins and stuff like that. It was fun, man. It was fun. That's dope. I do know one thing is that they have, um, like, weapon variants. Yes. In the campaign, and they're all fucking busted. Um, I've seen, like, little YouTube clips of them. There's one of the Heat Wave. Uh, the Heat Wave variant is so broken, it's kind of Every, scary. It's not just the Heat Wave, bro. Every one of those variants are completely busted, even the pistols, bro. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> I do. Oh, that's so fucking broke. I do know that the, with the Heat Wave, if you shoot at the ground, you see, uh, so the Heat Wave is a gun that shoots out six pellets. And it can be, uh, there's no aim down sight. It only changes from horizontal to vertical. Um, in vertical mode, you have to shoot the person twice, but it is a projectile, so there's no hit scanning. You have to essentially lead your shot if they're a little bit further. But in Halo, if somebody jumps, it's super easy to do. Um, in horizontal, you have to hit three shots. With the variant, you can shoot at the ground. They'll bounce, and then they'll bunch up, and they'll fucking auto-fire and, like, target the person. So they'll essentially ricochet off the ground, and then aimbot at the person so you could just shoot at the floor in the direct vicinity of somebody and they're gonna die that is the That's most absolutely shit i've ever seen in my life and i want to try it so bad <laughs> i want to get one man it didn't take long to unlock those variants bro i unlocked a few variants a few skulls try it out bro mess around with the campaign ubisoft plus is coming to game pass okay first of all i just want to say i called this shit I, yes, caught, you did. Well, I can't I can't prove it because I don't have my old Twitter, but on my old Twitter, when people were talking about an acquisition, a secret, a secret acquisition that was happening with Xbox, my first my literal first thought, because me and Ubisoft are cool. Shout out to Ubisoft. They are always so nice to me. I fuck with them so heavy, bro. Uh, well, aside from them being um, sexual harassing motherfuckers, but outside of that, they nice to me. Um, then they <laughs> Ubisoft Plus is a crazy thing bro it's like it's like game pass but for ubisoft games and all i could yeah. think was i don't know a soul on this planet that has that shit 
I don't know yeah, one person that pays for Ubisoft Plus, bro. It it doesn't really seem worth it. Uh, yeah. So I figured if they were gonna if they if Xbox was gonna do an acquisition of anything, it was either gonna be like some kind of pass for like a sports genre like 2k or it was going to be ubisoft plus those were my two guesses and other people were saying like sega and oh i don't see why honestly, xbox would want sega but honestly, that's what i was thinking i thought it was going to be sega i kind of remember i honestly want to say it was me and you who had a conversation about this a while ago but uh, yeah it was months ago yeah it was a while ago and you did say it was probably ubisoft fucking i thought it was going to be sega just because they're really up in the air on what they're doing right now the only reason yeah. that I would say that uh, that I would have ruled out um, it wasn't Sega right away is because of the fact that Sega and Nintendo are in bed so fucking heavily that it's crazy. Like, well, that Nintendo- and you can't acquire uh, Japanese companies. Yeah, because I, I didn't know anything about that. But all I know is, is that Nintendo has the rights to so many of Sega's most iconic characters that the chances of them being acquired by Xbox are very yeah, I, I I just I didn't understand. A lot of people were saying they were gonna like buy Take Two, not Two K, Take Two, and that shit was wild to me. I just didn't think that that was at all possible. I didn't think when when the rumor was an acquisition, my first thought was it's not gonna be an acquisition. It's gonna be like some kind of extended library. So that's why I had those two ideas in my head. They already got the EA library. You can pretty much play any the EA EA Play. People wasn't paying for EA Play, bro. And that's why they acquired yeah. that shit. Motherfuckers not paying for I Ubisoft Plus. I started paying for EA Play when it got on Game Pass and all that, bro. See? Wow. See? Yeah, but the craziest thing is that for me is that, like, I, I look at it like Game Pass is, it, it wouldn't be out of the question for them to acquire or try to acquire Ubisoft because they did it to Bethesda. Like, Bethesda is one of the biggest fucking companies in terms of, like, open bo- open world sandbox games and all these other fucking modifications all that shit is But they huge. were already in bed though. They were yeah, already in bed. Either way to ha- to to acquire them is is fucking exponential in in the first place. So And that's why I, I didn't think that they would make another acquisition. They dropped billions on that. Ain't no way they about to buy nothing else, bro. I think no all of this is leading towards massive scale streaming gaming, man. Yeah, it is for sure. Like, like oh man, PlayStation is dropping a Game gaming. Pass. Oh god, the PlayStation Game Pass is coming in March, I think March or, or April. Oh is my in March? god, March or April, bro. Might have to get another PlayStation. I might have to as well. The PlayStation Game Pass. They're saying there's going to be th- three tiers. There's going to be the first tier is going to be what you get right now. It's just a regular shit. You get a couple games a month and you get to play online. That's tier one. Tier two is supposed to be uh, an extended library of PS4 and PS5 games that you could just load up, download, and play, like Game Pass. But the great thing about this is tier three. Tier three is all of that, but you also get PS2 and PS, PS1, PS2, and PS3 games as well. Tier three is everything. You get the entire fucking PlayStation catalog on top of day one releases and everything. I truly believe that could kill the Xbox Game Pass because PlayStation has more games than any other console. 
I would I would disagree for one reason, and that's because of the fact that PCs exist and PCs and I say consoles, my nigga. You didn't have to go master race, Eric. You literally didn't have to go master race. I'm sorry. I didn't have to pull my dick out on that one. I'm sorry. Literally didn't, bro. (laughs) The hope the hope I'm just saying, like, um it, it it's definitely gonna add a lot of competition, but we also have to look at what the pricing is gonna be like. Cause that's the scary um, part. Yeah, cause if the pricing if if it starts off at tier one, what it's looking like right now, nobody's gonna can get to tier three. So, uh, PlayStation Plus right now is ten dollars a month, right? Game Pass, uh, the basic service is ten dollars, but the ultimate is fifteen. If they could do tier three at fifteen. Tier two at ten and tier one at five, they're going to stomp Game Pass. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. But if they can match or beat the game price uh pass and price, that's gonna be crazy, bro. Because Ubisoft Plus was like twenty dollars, bro, a month. Yeah. For just yeah, Ubisoft can, games. We can go blow a dick with that price. Yeah, that was crazy. That's why I never bought that shit. That that's ridiculous. Now, ten dollars and I get to play whatever Ubisoft game I want, that's incredible. But $20, I mean, yeah. that was ridiculous. I mean, at the end of the day, the biggest acquisition in my eyes for Xbox Game Pass is still going to be uh, uh, the fucking greatest game of all time, Mass Effect. So we just, we'll just we just throw that out there. Uh, Mass Effect is the greatest game of all time. It's so crazy that everybody says this, and I still have yet to play uh, one that I can say is that. You know what I mean? All of them are great. Love all Mass Effect. All of them are great. I'm not going to sit here and shit on Mass Effect. It, it, it's a fucking amazing game, but greatest game of all time, man. You got to relax. Nah, I'm, 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 I'm going to put it in the air, and I'll die on that fucking hill. That's Yo, Shaq, have you, ever, have you ever played a Mass Effect, Shaq? No, <laughs> but I, you, you know, we talked about we talked about that before. I plan on cho- picking up a Mass Effect game because of the Legendary Edition. I got the Series X. It's going to be in 4K and everything. It's going to be remastered. I feel like this is the best time for me to get into it. I get all the DLC basically for free. It's going to yep. be great. But the main the main mission is to fuck aliens. So let's I'm go. Really, I'm really excited <laughs> for Alien Cheeks, bro. Oh man, uh, I remember watching G4 back in the day and I was watching Attack of the Show and there was this Attack one was- this one moment where they were like, "Yeah, so Mass Effect is back in the news for a sex scene between the main protagonist out and and sitting there at 13, I was like, "Damn, I want to fuck that alien." And and <laughs> And at 27, I can honestly say, I want to fuck that alien, bro. I still want in 4K. In 4K, though. I'm so... It's so lit, bro. I can't wait to Hook fuck that alien. Hook it up to your VR 4K. headset, bro. Hook it up. Oh, my. Yugi, you just changed the game. We oh, man. Break up the I got to change my shorts, bro. <laughs> this motherfucker got leakage going on. A major leakage, bro. I got to clog this hole, bro. Jesus. <laughs> Oh man! I don't mean to disappoint you, but you only get to do it once. I'm not playing Mass Effect. Game. Fuck that game. Change my mind. He no, about to get that part and save it and turn the Xbox off. Legit. My nigga, for all that, you might as well just YouTube scene. Man, I'm about to just download it on PC Game Pass and mod that shit. Make the whole game. Never mind. I'm gonna be quiet. Yeah, you right you're there. You fucking nasty, bro. Don't do I'm this to my leave favorite it. game, man. I will dare leave do this it. to Mass Effect, okay? I'm not I'm having sure. it, bro. 
Why shit? Why are we talking about it? How long is Mass Effect? Um. Well, the the good thing about it is that it has a lot of replay value. But if you're playing just the main story, I would say maybe about like sixteen hours. If you're playing with the uh, with the side missions, maybe about like like sixty hours per game around okay. max. Okay. Yeah. So altogether, so, maybe like one hundred twenty, hundred eighty hours. So what's funny about that? People always talk about damn Mass Effect, doing all this shit is so it's so much, it's so long, which yeah. is very true. A hundred something yeah. hours is crazy. Yeah, it's a lot. Dying Light Two is releasing Jan- February fourth, I believe, and yep. that game is five hundred hours total. That's that's including everything. Hundred hours. 100 hours of anything is absolutely ridiculous, bro. That's actually fucking insane. Actually, so it's real been quick, sparking a phone. debate. It's been sparking hey Siri, a debate. How long? Uh, convert 500 hours. A oh, bitch. Don't interrupt me. Convert yeah, 500 yeah. hours serious, into yeah. days. All right, 500 hours converted into days is 21 days. Jesus, bro. <laughs> That's not even thinking about <laughs> sleeping and stuff. That's so add thing. sleeping and eating and and taking showers. That's it's gonna take you six months, bro. Probably at six least. months, at, at least, least six months to beat this and game. Is this just story? This is the full game to do side quests and main story. Okay, that's 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 a shit ton of gameplay, and not to mention that a game like Dying Light gives you a lot of avenues as to how to like beat certain missions. Yeah, it's open to, world too. Yeah, that's it's crazy. gonna be shit ton of replay value if they play their card right it could be a game that's alive for years dying light was slept on bro i really liked that game nobody really played it like that it was zombies bro when you release a zombies game you can't expect it to do well speaking of that 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 reminds me days gone right so days gone is considered a failure by sony it's considered a failure by most of the game, even the media, especially the media, the people that had that were sent the game and had to review it. The media was like, this is not it, bro. Meanwhile, fans who played the game and bought the game, the, the reviews for fans were crazy. So everybody's wondering why did the media and why did PlayStation hate the game, but everyone else loved it. So mm. that ended up bringing up a discussion about Ghost of Tsushima being celebrated. Ghost of Tsushima sold around 8 million copies uh, yeah, with combined. Combined. That's like the, the, the base game plus the, the expansion they just released, which was incredible. Uh, yeah. go, and Days Gone sold around 8 million on PlayStation alone. But on PC, it was an additional 2-something million. So it was around 10 million total. So it technically outsold Ghost of Tsushima, even though it released a little bit earlier. People are saying, why the fuck is this a failure and this a massive success? And that's a really good question. And I don't know how to answer that. All I can think is, who the fuck wants to play as a white dude on a motorcycle fighting zombies, bro? When I saw the shit at E3, I was not, my dick was soft, bro. It did nothing (laughs) for me. It did nothing for me. The the E3 trailer was 8,000 zombies chasing your motorcycle, bro. I was like, bro, this looks yeah. overwhelming. I do not have time for this shit, bro. I do not want to play as uh, uh, what's the what's the dude from Walking Dead's name? It, uh, Norman Reedus. <laughs> Norman, Reedus. Norman Reedus. I don't want to play Norman Reedus Simulator, bro. This is not my shit, man. 
And See, I don't know what it was that turned me off of that game because it was the same for me. Something was just like, nah, I'm not playing this game. But everywhere I went, I saw it celebrated. So I just figured it was a good game, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it depends on who you ask, apparently. Yeah, I genuinely don't know shit about Days Gone besides the fact that it's a dude on a chopper in 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 the middle of a horde. My Spraying thing, a chopper. Yeah, my thing with um Days Gone maybe not seeming as well as it was at the time is because of the fact that it was during like a big uh, frenzy of like a lot of zombie games dropping like we had a, during that era of like two to three years we had games like dying light drop we had dead island drop we had um like a resurgence in daisy which is like a PUBG essentially but with zombies um is, Don't forget was the a Xbox lot. game that was super colorful with zombies. What was that shit called? Uh, I don't Sunset think I was on Drive. Oh that yes, was pretty fun too. That Around was it was like time. fucking Jet Set Radio and fucking uh, Dying Light in one game. Zombies was, on acid. That's yeah, essentially. So I would say that maybe because Dead Island and Dying Light were very like critically acclaimed games, even though we did say that Dying Light was a slept on game. The people who did like review it did have really good uh, reviews about it uh, initially, uh, especially like it essentially developed a cult following while uh, the second one was being made. But that's another story. Um, but I would say that maybe because of all the shit that it was being in competition with in its very niche genre, it might have gotten drowned out and looked at as a uh, as a failure when essentially it wasn't. Yeah, people. I mean, that. everybody's saying it's unfair, man. I, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, it's it's. I I mean, I can only say so much on the on the game itself because I haven't played it. Same. Um, but at the same time, I am not shy to say that I am somebody that judges games by their by the the basics, like their covers or their their basic trailers or whatever, like snippets of gameplay that I happen to see, and I'm not impressed by Days Gone at all. Right. I agree with all of that, man. So, <clears throat> since we're on gaming right now, I want to yeah. pivot to something, a, a discussion that I saw on Twitter that I really think it's super interesting because it shouldn't be the case, but then you have yeah. to really think about some things. So, is having a song in GTA more important than other musical accolades? Mm. Say, like, winning a, say when you win a Grammy. Is that the same level, higher or lower? Okay, my thing is, is I'll, I'll I'll let you guys um, I'll let you guys give your opinion first because I have a little bit of a biased opinion when it comes to the Grammys. So go ahead. I mean, I I talk a lot about music and I follow music pretty heavily, and I do see a lot of the backlash coming towards the Grammys and stuff like that. And without even adding that into it, honestly, I can say, yeah, man, having a fucking song in Grand Theft Auto is way more important than the Grammys. Because who is the Grammys really catered to? Like, the the Grammys is catered to show, when you really look at it, the, the Grammys are catered to show which record company is doing the best. It's not even about which fucking artist is doing the best. It's about the record companies. Fucking, when you're on Grand Theft Auto and you're playing a game, that will trend, and you hear that song, that'll translate a thousand times better than any fucking performance at a Grammy. A Grammy performance sits on, what, social media or fades in the media for about a week or so. Grand Theft Auto has been floating around for like 
what eight years nine years maybe even a decade and eight, like eight years yeah yeah and the music is still popping up there you still know what songs you listen to up there they're updated all the time i would go with grand theft auto man fuck the grammys i agree with that i i, <clears throat> I i'm not necessarily saying fuck the grammys but i am saying yes the grammys are incredibly biased like you you said but also grand theft auto is like a cultural icon if you can do anything that's in Grand Theft Auto. Like, the fact that they added fucking Danny Brown, Anderson Pack, Dr. Dre, shit like that, those people being in Grand Theft Auto, in 20 years, people are going to look back at Grand Theft Auto like it was the biggest thing, or GTA Five specifically, like it was the biggest thing ever. Obviously, the series is huge because it transcended open-world gaming. But people are going to look back at Grand Theft Auto Five, And right now, people would get really mad if I said this. And I'm going to just say it. And I don't care how you feel about it. But Grand Theft Auto Five might be the greatest game of all time. Not necessarily in the quality, even though you can make a fucking argument for that. Yeah, look at how much it's sold. Bro. Look it's at how many bro. times they have repackaged it. Look at how well it does financially with the online services. Think about how acclaimed the story mode was. Think about yeah. all the all the replayability when it comes to modding, when it comes to uh, uh, role playing. Grand Theft Auto Five is the greatest sandbox to ever hit the gaming industry. So if you can have a song inside of that, that is, and they're adding songs too, bro. Meg The Stallion and the Baby are in that shit, and that game dropped in 2013, bro. They're in the song. Yeah. Like, come on. Grand Theft Auto 5, yeah. having a song in that shit is more important. When Chief Keef was put into Grand Theft Auto 5, bro, none of us could believe it, first of all. Second of all, it became one of the biggest... Bro, I didn't know who Freddie Gibbs was until I started listening to Grand Theft Auto uh, Radio. Mm. I learned who Freddie Gibbs was. Now look at it. But I Legit. would say... But the only game that's been repackaged and maybe has the replayability in the sandbox and RPG elements and all these Sky kind of Ring. things is actually Minecraft. Minecraft mm. has been around for like 11 years. Legit. And it's still going strong. But the only thing is is that the uh, GTA 5 obviously has over it is the graphics. Not to say that Minecraft obviously caters to a specific genre of gaming. But... Um, the, the graphics are obviously much better because of it. Um, the It has a story mode in which is extremely like uh, detailed and uh, very, very well done and critically acclaimed. Um, and, and those two things alone, are, are on top of the longevity, on top of the constant updates, on top of the support from the, from the company, I would say that those probably edge it out uh, to make it probably the best sandbox of all time. But uh, Minecraft, it, it would have a fat asterisk to it, I would say. Yeah. I don't think you can oh. rate a game like Minecraft up there. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it's too niche, right? Yeah. Grand Theft Auto became the type of game. Every People don't realize this because we're so it's so normal now. But Grand Theft Auto was... There was nothing like that. Nothing yeah, like back that when day. it came out. Yeah. When Grand Theft Auto 3 dropped... There is not a single fucking game you can compare that to. Period. Mm -hmm. It it was the yeah. crazy. Bro, I remember walking into a Hollywood video when I was a kid. And Grand Theft Auto 3 had just dropped. And I was hanging out with my my babysitter who was like this uh, this teenager that used to like watch me. And we used to play video games together until my mom got off from work. This motherfucker took me in the game store with him. And we both of our jaws just like hit the floor. 
because we couldn't believe what we were looking at. People were run o- running over people, shooting them, stealing their cars, blowing up cop cars, ambulances were fucking hitting people on the side. Bro, that was the craziest shit I'd ever seen. And there was nothing else like that. And now look at it today. They're doing incredible things. And not only are they doing incredible things, but it's inspired an entire community to continue the lifespan of that game and mod it and role play and do all these great people make full movies and music videos using Grand Theft Auto Five. That's a real thing, bro. That shit's crazy. That's how expansive this game is that people get mad that they keep like milking the game but bro there's so much milk left <laughs> it's yeah. a lot it's a yeah, lot so left in terms of uh my personal opinion on um having a song in GTA versus something like the Grammys is um first of all i i do not fuck with the Grammys at all i think uh, a lot of a lot of um everything it's extremely extremely biased in terms of uh the, the people who don't get shots in their rifle uh, categories in terms of, like, fucking rap album. I remember the year that, I believe, Macklemore beat out fucking Kendrick. Kendrick. I was... Out my J. Cole. Like, fucking Silk Sonic got a song nominated, but not even nominated for the album of the year, which it should have been, personally. But it's like, that is just fucking... It's so disgustingly biased that almost every year it, it's a there's a, a fucking infamous uh winner like almost every year that i've seen for like the last like five six years but anyways i would say that yes because of the fact that gta is in so many people's homes constantly be played for hours on end millions of people's homes so that you getting billions of views from a certain song I would say in a week, constantly, for years, months, weeks at weeks at a time. Like, so this is always happening. So I would say, off of that reason alone, that having a song in GTA Five would be better or bigger than having a Grammy uh, a Grammy award. I, I, so we're all in agreement. That, yeah, that that's a wild ass thing to to really take into account. Like really sit yes. and think about that. Like this game is yes. so big and so cultural that it, it, it's bigger than our number one award show. It, it, that's wild, bro. That's what even crazy. dare to say that in the next couple of years, within our with before we even hit our our, our peaks in life, before we hit our midlife, there's mm-hmm. gonna be a time where where video games is gonna be the number one source of media in the world. It's yeah. gonna be. It's gonna happen. I think it happened in the pandemic. I think I think you're a little late there. I think that shit already. No, happened, bro. I I think no no no. I I think it's gonna be even bigger than than we than we even know. Like I think games eventually are gonna be integrated into our everyday life. Uh, I think that that's bring, what virtual that's, reality is the beginning of, bro. That and NFTs, bro. NFTs and gaming. People gamers don't want it to happen. They all hate it. People hate NFTs. That's fine. Stay broke. 
But the issue with that is that it's integrating into gaming already. Now, when Ubisoft does it and people shit on it, I, I oh fuck, never mind. Let me not. Anyway, uh, <laughs> when when certain game companies do it and people shit on it, I understand because they're money hungry. But when certain when other game companies do it and they think, bro, this is really fucking cool. You guys should do this shit, and everybody shits on it because other game companies are greedy. That's not fair, and you're holding yourself back. Gaming NFTs are going to be fucking huge, bro. And that's going to be the number one way to make money through NFTs. NFTs are about to be a real fucking thing. It's super early, bro. bro. It's literally about to be the future. When you can buy digital land, that's it's over, bro. I'm about to become a digital real estate uh, agent. I hate to interrupt you, but I, I I literally feel the same, bro. Like I, it took me really throwing the Oculus on my head for the first time and going to somebody's house and looking at all the land that's out there to really understand what the fuck was going on. Because at yeah. first I was like, "Yo, what do you mean this dude's person like trying to sell a meme? Like, what do you mean? That's stupid. You know what I mean? That's how I felt at first. And now mm-hmm. that I'm been in there and I understand like the the landscape of everything going on. Yeah, and NFTs are about to go crazy, bro. Like it, it's it's the complete future. I might even get involved, man. Like for real. Yeah, I personally I don't really know much about NFTs. Like I know what. So they what do are, you want to know? I think that's the so best way, best way to go about it. What I, do you I, want to know? I know the basics. Like I know the like the the key words that people use when they talk about them. Like having are on the blockchain and having certain shit you can screenshot it but it doesn't mean you own the rights non-fungible tokens i know all the words but i don't know how the fuck they fit into the puzzle piece i just don't know i don't understand it my I mind can can't you, comprehend i it. can give you a simple explanation i'll let Shaq do the details bro let's say you have an oculus and you throw an oculus on your head let's just use the simplest example i can think of when you throw it on your head you have this thing called oculus home or horizon home i don't whatever but you get to completely take your own room and make it torture however you want it and let's say you got a little menu of items that you can pick and it's like millions and millions of items and there's one little specific item that you want and to want to to get it you have to buy it that's would be an nft yeah that's the simplest form Yep, that that's the simplest form, and then that money that you use to buy it will go to the person who originally created it. Yep, and not only that, but when you create NFTs, you you set your price basically. So think about think about this. This is the best way to put it personally when people don't understand what an NFT is. Picasso had paintings, right? Today, Picasso's paintings go for easily. 50 million up, right? Same thing with Basquiat. If you own that, it could be a fake, but they have ways of knowing if it's real or not. Anybody could walk into your house and take a picture of the painting, but they're not going to go, I own the painting now. That's it's it's the same shit with NFTs, bro. You're not about to just screenshot somebody's shit and say you own it. The difference is the artist is going to make money off of that forever. If it, it they they set their own price. So if there's a if they have a 10%, 20%, 30% royalty fee, they're going to make money every time you sell that shit. It's incredible. So it's a it's a so beautiful let's say, thing. Let's say Halo transitions to I'm only using Halo cuz it's an example that all of us can get. Let's say Halo transfers onto VR and somebody has this they custom created this sick ass skin that you want. You can pay them for it and that money will yep. go into their pocket. Yeah. Okay. 
my question is is how do you make money off of nft okay so there are a few ways to make money off of nfts one of the ways i'm making money off of nfts is by flipping them so what you want to do is you want to go to certain websites or discords or twitters or whatever to know when certain shit drops right now nfts are all about hype it's all about hype. You got to have some, they got to market themselves well enough to make people believe in the project to want to buy these paintings or 3D art or videos or gifts, whatever they're selling. So you can buy them and the initial, to mint them, the initial price normally, and it's not always this, but normally it's around $250. And that's just right now. In the future, it'll be a lot more. It's around $250. You wait. For it to garner a little bit of hype, I guess. I don't want to keep using that word, but a little bit more hype. To where people are inquiring about this because they see your shit listed on a platform like OpenSea or uh, Rarity or one of those things. And they're going to offer you money. Now, you can't use USD. You use a crypto called Ethereum. Ethereum, Yeah, I know Ethereum. Right. Bitcoin, if Bitcoin is gold in crypto, Ethereum is like cash. So you yeah. use Ethereum like cash day to day. Ethereum is a piece of shit, even though it makes you a lot of money. It's a piece of shit. And they're coming out with Ethereum 2.0 because it's it's not uh, sustainable. It's bad for the environment. It takes super fucking long and it's incredibly expensive to run. Uh, but anyway, you can flip NFTs. You can create NFTs and sell them to people. Uh, you make a profit off of your royalties every time it gets sold. You could create a website to host them. You can, it's so many different things. And this is all part of the fucking metaverse, bro. So basically, if I'm playing, uh, there there are crypto games. If I'm playing a game where I own a house, like Yugi said, and I bought a fucking Bored Ape Yacht Club, if I bought one of those, I could hang that shit up in my house, in my, in my, in my little crypto game. All my NFTs, if I bought a Spider-Man statue off of OpenSea, which is an NFT, I'll just put that shit in the house. It, it's, it's really that simple. It, so, it's so, so it's all digital, basically. It's the reason why I'm getting into 3D modeling, bro. Because once you yes. are able to really create some of that stuff, you'll be able to sell it like hell on the VR networks. Yes. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, there's something called VR chat. Which is like every you've definitely seen it on like YouTube or Twitch or something. Yeah, I've there. seen VR chat. Yeah, uh, those skins that people have, like whether you're like a big titty Wendy from Wendy's, like the the, the burger shop, or like yeah. say say you're <laughs> like fucking say you're Sonic, but you got like really big feet or some shit. Those are skins that somebody had to make, and that's a non fungible token. So you get paid when you create certain things like that. So, so my question saying, is. Go ahead, finish your thought. Sorry. When people when people were saying learn how to code and shit like that and 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 learn art, no, they, they were they were correct a few years ago when they said that because those are the people that are making a lot of money. Mm. So my question is: is say if you happen to buy an NFT, like for using one of your examples, like a Spider Man statue, right? Mm. If you happen to own the rights to that now, because you have bought the, you do you buy the rights from the owner? Or, or the yeah. creator, essentially? Okay. So say you own the rights to that now. Is it possible for anybody else in the metaverse to not own, not own it, essentially? But can they have it in part of their virtual home as well? 
No. So yes, yes and no. Uh, when you create NFTs, you actually create multiples unless you create less. And if that's the case, normally if you find an NFT that doesn't have like multiples, like every collection has about, I'm not going to say every, most. This is the this is the, the format for most. If there's a collection of, say, 20 different NFTs, there's going to be 10,000 each of those each 20. So... So if there's 20 bulls and most of them have earrings, some of them don't. Some of them have the the nose rings, some of them don't. Some of them have like blue hats, some of them don't. Those are different variations in your collection. And each variation has 10,000 different ones that they can sell to people. This is all just examples. It's a set number for whatever the artist decides. But uh, that's that. I feel like that answered your question now. Yeah, yeah, it it, it for sure. Um, yeah. so okay, so it's essentially just like a um, it's essentially just like a, a digital piece of like matter. Yeah, like it's I I that may sound sound like a crazy way to say it, but that's the only way I can picture it in my it head. It's crazy. It is crazy. But it's that we're moving. Crazy, we're moving into a digital. So think about think about when the internet first came out. Everybody was scared of the internet when it first came out too. I just want to point that out. The way people talk about NFTs on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and whatever, that's the same way people talked about the internet in the news, in newspapers, at, at your at your job at the water cooler. People were like, "Bro, the internet's wild, bro." I saw porn. That shit <laughs> was a thing back then, bro. You could just all, download uh, it real bro. quick. If if you happen to still be buying magazines and shit, you are uh, genuinely uh, old as shit. Um, You're a fucking yeah. ape. Does yeah. anybody remember <laughs> the very first thing they did on the internet? Because I do. The first uh, thing? Yeah, first of all, website. Damn, nigga. That was a way to. <laughs> way to Legit. I was in kindergarten. I was in kindergarten. That was a, that we had a computer class, and they taught us how to make websites in kindergarten, bro. I like, do not remember how to do that, but brainiac here creating. <laughs> I went to porn. I don't give a fuck. Nigga said exactly I got the Jenna Jameson joint. Just by the just by the way he said I did, I knew exactly where I he went. Google titties, nigga. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I know uh, the first thing I did is uh I definitely downloaded a song on LimeWire. It was about wow. a minute and thir- a minute and thirty seconds, and took about twelve minutes to download. Jesus. It was yeah. it was fantastic. It was the fastest experience I ever had at that point. When it comes to the Damn. internet. <laughs> <laughs> the internet really fucking sucked back in the day, didn't it? Yes, it. Do did. y'all remember the first girl you ever jerked off to on the internet? Uh. Mm- do I? No, I don't think so. They all. I've seen. I've seen so many faces. They kind of just blur together at this. Point. I have too, but I will <laughs> never forget. I will never forget, bro. The first woman I ever jerked off to on the internet. I was probably eleven, bro. Shit, I. It was, it was Kim Kardashian sex tape, bro. That Jeez. was the first Kim Kardashian sex tape. First bro. of all, looking back in the days, in retrospect. Maybe it was not that bad, but looking at it as an adult, it's that was one terrible worst, now. That was one of the oh worst sex God. tapes th- to ever exist. That just sucks. That I shit even... was bad. Yes, but Kim K was fire back in the day. She said she was on E. She said Ray J got her high as fuck, and that's why she was acting like that. But sure, 
uh, maybe she was just a, fucking trash in bed. You started. She was just she was just with the shits, bro. That's. Oh yeah, if you mean that, yes, she was. Yeah, also I don't mean like he tricked her. I mean like she was just like, oh, I was so high. I, I for, I, you know, I, nah, nah, showed her you just boring. It's nah, fine, yeah, she's just a fish out of water. That was the I first time I ever skied it. That was crazy. I don't remember <laughs> the first one, but I do remember like the first actual famous person I looked up and like jerked off to. It was like a Mia Ham photo shoot or something, bro. I was a weird dude, bro. Who? Nigga said Mia Ham, nigga. Mia That's Ham, a dog. Oh my god, you a nasty nigga. Mia Ham, she used to be a fucking soccer player, bro. Yeah, bro. I had a thing about legs. Me Oh my God. Niggas the horn ball. You a nasty nigga. I was a weird bro. little kid, bro. <laughs> bro, she looked like she looked moon. like a middle school principal, bro. What are oh, you doing? Was, I was just googling shit, bro. I found what the internet was. Titties, bro. And, bro back in the, was she naked? I, yes. Okay, I was about to say, bro. You jerking off to her in her soccer uniform? You a sick back nigga. Back in bro. the day, back in the day, Mia was all right, bro. Yeah, but the thing is, is that about her naked picture? That her shit look like a slice of roast beef. That shit. Yeah, she had the flappies. Yeah, her shit was. Uh, she definitely was a, a ventriloquist in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I looked it up, but I don't see it nowhere. Oh, uh, them <laughs> shit, nigga. It don't matter. Just don't. I see Hope Solo roast beef, but I don't see hers, bro. Well, interesting. Oh. Oh no, that's still Hope Solo. All right. Anyway, let me get off of this internet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, click, go clear your fucking browser. So while we're talking about NFTs, I want to I, I want to bring up uh, yes, dirty cookies. I want to bring up Tory Lanez selling his album as NFTs, right? But that that's been talked about before. I want to go even deeper into it and what that means because Eric has questions and it's going to answer a lot of shit. Tory Lanez dropped his album as an NFT. He made one million different copies of it. He sold them for a dollar each. Each copy sold for a dollar. You could buy as many as you want. There was no limit. Some people are reselling this album for $300,000. Fucking five hundred, Because it's like one of the first NFT albums. The biggest NFT album, if you will. So this shit is worth something right now. And all those people are making crazy money for buying his album for one dollar. That is incredible. Not to mention the fact that he not only made a million dollars, he's still making royalties off of everybody selling his album again for him. So he's basically going to become ridiculously rich. He's good for life. Yeah, he's, he's set. That's beautiful. He's set. That I was the that. wildest shit ever for somebody to do. And oh, that the smartest shit. Set. Yes. It was yeah, smart, yeah. but it, it was smart, but he piggyback he pig, not like in the bad way, but he piggybacked off of what Travis Scott and Ariana did. They got huge paydays from their Fortnite performances, bro. And those are technically NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was some metaverse shit. Fortnite is all up in it. Fortnite basically sells NFTs with these skins and shit that are like rare yep. and all of that shit. Those are those are NFTs too. Yep. Yeah, technically. Now, it makes a lot of sense to me. They're it, that was probably the clearest picture you could have painted. Yeah, shit's shit's wild, bro. So one of the problems people have with it, or the main problem where people are saying ridiculous shit on Twitter, like NFTs are a crime against humanity. Yes. So 
when it comes to Ethereum, yes, they are a crime against humanity because they are terrible for the environment. Now, Ethereum 2.0 is coming to fix that. Uh, but there's also other ways to trade NFTs that aren't Ethereum and are very good, not good for the environment, but not bad for the environment. I'm not going to say, yeah, I traded some NFTs and I planted some trees. No, but like it is sustainable and it doesn't hurt anything. You can trade with Solana. Solana is another fucking crypto that doesn't take a lot of shit. There's so, there are eco, eco-friendly cryptos too. There's so many of them and you can use, you can trade NFTs with those or buy NFTs with them. You just got to go to the right websites. But the most popular happens to be a bad thing. So you can't say NFTs are bad. You can say Ethereum is bad, which it is. Also, I don't know if y'all saw the kid that fucking made Ethereum. He looks like the Antichrist. I don't know what about him says that to me. Yeah. But <laughs> that nigga looks weird, bro. I, I feel like I, for he, some reason he was the kind of kid that would like fucking ask you if you were going to eat your green beans during lunch. Like, nigga, who the fuck eats the green beans at school lunch? Like, he nah, was that kid. He asked like, you a question, but it ain't about your fucking green beans. He asked you about how you feel about your own immortality or some shit like that, bro. He was that what? fucking kid, bro. That that kid was weird. He looks... He's, he's a, he, anyway, I'm going to leave him he he would hit at you. slaying this kid, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel bad because he I became mean, a, a billionaire at like twenty. Fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> but he but, would hiss but, at you in class, whatever. Fine. Yeah, bro. He he. Every time I look at him, bro, like I gotta like pause it and like look away and then unpause it so I could just listen to him talk so I don't gotta look him in his eye. I looked it's at weird, that motherfucker man. once and I heard that retus domino shit in the background. <laughs> <laughs> He legitimately looks evil. I like I I don't I don't understand it, bro. But maybe, look, his, while, maybe his plan was to use Ethereum to fuck up the global economy using an Oh NFTs. my god, you found Doing it out. Fucking good job. He is. He is. He's fucking up the environment. He's gonna end the world. Eric figured it out. Oh, man, oh, man we talking we we talking about music though. Have y'all heard of AG Club? No. What is a uh, what is AG Club? AG Club is a band, right? It's a band of these kids from the Bay Area. Now you yeah. know good ass music comes out of the Bay. Mm-hmm. These kids, out of <laughs> let me just start by saying, as somebody who listens to them extensively. I follow them on social medias and shit. I fuck with AG Club. I cannot tell you how many niggas are in that band. I can't. I just Oof. can't. Every time I think yeah. I know, I thought it was two. Then I thought it was three. Then I thought it was four. Then I thought it was eight. Then I thought it was five. I legitimately can't tell you how many niggas are in the band because they add niggas, they kick them out. They add niggas, they kick. It's crazy. AG, but anyway, the quality of their music is so good, bro. They fucking slap i couldn't believe what i was listening to think about think about nerd and odd future having a fucking kid bro it's like that and then from the bay from the bay i like that bro i might have to give him a listen that's very interesting yeah never me either bro ag club is some next level shit, man. When I started, like, I heard one song. I think it was called Memphis. I heard Memphis, and I was like, oh, shit. Because the song goes, let them know, let these niggas know, let these niggas know. And I was like, okay, this kind of slap. They just repeat that, and then they rap over that. I'm like, this is yeah. very simple, and it gets to the point, and I fuck with this song. Here's then I heard Columbia. Yeah, exactly. 
I think that's I think that's why they called it Memphis. But when they ca- then they dropped this on Columbia, which sounds like you're getting abducted by fucking aliens. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. No, I'm I'm down. To look, give it a listen. Sure. So they be like bending genres and stuff like that. They don't just do hip hop. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Okay, they they that. mix they mix hip, the base of every song is hip hop, but they will mix in some rock, a little bit of R and B, so a little bit of techno, uh, everything, bro. Like I said, they're NERD and Odd Future having a baby. Oh, a are little bit of ASAP Mob too, actually. Are they signed anywhere? Uh, they are signed. Yeah. Nice. Signed. Yeah, I definitely uh, I definitely give them a listen after this. AG sure. Club is fucking lit. Yeah, I, they they're on my Spotify. They were like on the top of my Spotify list. I just kept listening to their album, man. It's really good. Y'all gotta check these kids out, bro. Like right now, because they're not they're not famous like at all. Yeah, those are the sure. ones I look for, bro. I look for the underground people. Exactly. Effort into their music, bro. Yeah. Yeah, the people who are trying to get noticed are always the ones that have the most effort in their shit. I know this yeah. isn't anything we talked about. Y'all heard of that since '99, kid? No, uh, no, no, Mm-mm. no, no, no. I'm not even gonna explain too much. But if you get bored, go listen. I'm not gonna say it's the best music. I'm just gonna say you'll be entertained, bro. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a white boy, and he's rapping, <laughs> and you'll be entertained, bro. <laughs> Okay, I I have a feeling just by the vibe that you, he's given off that he's some sort of like troll comedic rapper. It, 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 yeah, as a troll. Nigga said, listen vibe. to Death Grips. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has a troll comedic vibe, but he can he can flow when he wants to. But it, it's funny. It's it's entertaining, bro. It's entertaining as fuck. I give it. Fans called him the White Little B. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's trolling, but he can flow when he wants to. You know. <laughs> nah, Lil B can't flow, bro. What is he, the attic hey. guy? <laughs> Fucking uh. paper white regular guy god. I don't know what to call this kid. He's weird. So real quick, it's a little bit of a rough transition, but I do really want to talk about this fight. Um it's on the uh on the prelims of this uh of this card coming up. It's the uh the Brian Kelleher versus Saeed Yukov Karimanov fight. I'm super interested in that one. Um, in this one, Saeed, Saeed Yukab is uh, fucking debuting now, and he's 4-1 uh, in his last uh, five, 9-2 no, and two overall. I believe every single one of his wins is a finish. Um, and uh, he has a, a decision and a uh, flying knee knockout loss in his uh, last couple fights. Uh, I believe his first loss was in his first two or three and then uh, the flying knee knockout happened like maybe three fights ago. But he's on a three-fight win streak. He puts people to sleep. And uh, Baldi Ed, Brian Kelleher, is known to put people out. Although he's been on a little bit of a uh, of an inconsistent string. Yeah, he's on a little bit of a skid lately. Um, I do think that he's somebody that can change that around very quickly with a punch. I think the only reason Boom is on a fucking string is because he's been fucking going up in competition, man. I think he was going up in competition trying to get a shot at that uh, the uh, Sean O'Malley championship fight, if you want to call it that. But I don't think that Sean wants any parts of him or anything. But I do like the fight with Sadie Cub. Um, 
I did watch a couple of his highlights. We talked about him a while back, and I did watch a couple of his highlights. He's solid, yeah. man. He's solid. So Boom's in for a fucking fight, man. Like yeah. it, <laughs> it'll be a good fight. I do hope Boom wins, but I don't know, man. To say I'm not gonna put any fucking money or any count on this fight at all. I'm staying away from that one. I don't know Kakramanov, but uh I'm I'm excited if you if he's a KO artist and he's fighting Brian Kelleher. Brian Kelleher does not have boring fights. I just want to state Never. that right now. Never. I think the reason Brian Ke- and and y'all say it's because he went up in comp. Yes, but he literally had to because if you remember when the pandemic started, Brian Kelleher fought three times in like a month. It was wild as shit. And yeah. I looked at my boy one day. And I was like, bro, every fight card we've watched together this year, Brian Kelleher has been on that motherfucker. I think he needs to slow down. And the next fight, he took that shit like two weeks later or something. And he got his ass beat, bro. I think he was a little too active in trying to just shoot to the top. A lot of people did that in the pandemic, like uh, Kevin Holland. But I I think that he tried to hot shot himself and it did not work out for him. Hopefully he can figure it out. I don't think that they have given him an easy fight, and this does not seem like it's going to be an easy fight. Yeah, I agree 100%. Like at the beginning of the pandemic, like you said, he essentially had two strings where he fought back to back. And it was really weird. Like he fought in uh, December of 2018. I'm sorry, uh, my apologies. In uh, January of 2020. And then he turned around in a couple weeks uh, and fought in May. And then he did June right after that. And then mm-hmm. September. So it was uh, it was essentially within the – in four months, he had uh, uh, four fights. Because right. then he, he turned around in February too. So it, it, he was just fighting constantly throughout the uh, throughout the beginning and the, the pandemic and just recently too. Uh, the thing is, is that um, everybody that he's lost to, uh recently has been a really good fighter uh he's lost to ricky simone he's lost to cody stamen i rate both of those guys um but i do think that saeed yukab is gonna be the name that'll either show up and really put a stamp on his uh on the division and maybe claim him his his uh his place as a prospect or brian kelleher is gonna gonna shut all that shit down Okay. How do y'all feel about Jake Collier versus Chase fucking Sherman, bro? This is a heavyweight banger, okay? Jake Collier was a dude that was a middleweight and just ballooned in the pandemic, and his fights are never boring at heavyweight. And then you take Chase Sherman, who was hired, fired, hired, and this motherfucker, he fights like he's about to get fired every time, bro. Yeah. I love both of their fights. So putting those two in a fucking cage, bro, is going to be fireworks, in my opinion. <laughs> Chase Sherman reminds me of this one boxing movie from back in the day or this fighting movie from back in the day where um, this boxer got threatened by the mafia that his brother was going to get killed and if he didn't win the boxing match. So he went out there and fought with all his fucking heart. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so he, he reminds me like somebody has like somebody he loves in hostage. Like like he's literally like just fucking unga bunga fucking rock and sock and robots every time he fights and i love that shit <laughs> bro, i fucking same, love it i'm here bro i love both of these guys but collier has been like 
hit like actually legitimately hit and miss since like 2015 dog if you go look at his record yeah it's literally win loss win loss win loss Mm -hmm. win loss win loss like he can't string two back to back and then sherman i think he's on a two-fight skid i think he lost to arlovsky and uh maybe porter i can't remember right now i'm pretty sure it was parker porter though fucking and it's like I'm pretty sure both of these guys are fighting for their jobs, dog. Like, just like homie just said, like it's it's gonna be a crazy fight for real. I just don't know who to side with. I do want to make a bet on this fight, though. Yeah, you know who I side with? I side with violence. Yes, <laughs> I, I the the winner here for me is me. Yes, and you were correct, Yugi. It was Parker Porter. Parker Porter. Yeah, no, and I lost. We got another fight that we uh, that we kind of look forward to with the ladies, Vanessa Demopoulos and uh, Gomez Suarez. Yes, I hear that uh, Yugi was very big, I believe, on Gomez Suarez for being a a jiu-jitsu ace. I believe no, no. Oh, was it? Du- it was Demopoulos. <laughs> it was Demopoulos. Yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. She's that yeah. chick, bro. Her name, her nickname's Little Monster. She's good, bro. She is really, really good. Uh, Suarez is good too, but if I really had to make a pick, I'm I'm riding with Demopolis on this one, bro. She, she lost good. to Lipsky. She's not that good. I mean, hey, Lipsky used to be doing something. Man, she lost to Lipsky on. outside of the UFC. Leave Lipsky. Wait, alone. who? <laughs> Goldman Suarez. Oh yeah, because I'm looking at I'm actually looking at um, Demopolis's uh record, which is not very good. But I'm looking, yeah, it's six, six and four. But I'm looking at the people that beat her, and um, three of uh, three of the four are uh, are in the UFC right now, and that is uh, JJ Aldrich, Lupita Godinez, and Corey McKenna. She talks about the Goma uh, Lupita Godina fight all the time. I think she wants that one back, bro. Yeah, it was a majority decision lost uh, in LFA. But um, that just goes to show you that um, although her record may not reflect um, her skills, uh, that she's still probably going to be a big threat in this fight. And then you know they're going to try to book her because she's really easy on the eyes, dog. Really easy on the eyes. Yeah, I'm looking at her. She is a pretty woman for sure. So but, um, Michelle Pajaya lost his uh, his opponent, and now Filio from PFL is stepping in. Uh, really? I believe I this is his UFC that, debut. I believe it is. Let me look that up. I but, can uh, find it for him. Looking at it, I love I love Michelle Pajaya fights. Now I used to hate that motherfucker, bro. When he used to gas, <laughs> I hated Michelle Pajaya, bro. Like I'm when he so lost to a fucking lightweight in his debut. Yes, on short notice, the lightweight showed up mm. on days notice, bro. He was fat mm. and out of shape, bro. Oh, shit, I'm just looking at a at an update right now from BJPen.com five hours ago. It says that Michelle Pay is off the card completely. Man. Oh. Yeah. What the fuck? It says due to COVID nineteen protocols. Wait, what the fuck is somebody happening? Somebody in his camp. Somebody in his camp probably has it. Not even that. Somebody's probably not uh, vaccinated or something. Oh yeah, that could be it too. Where are they? Are they or in maybe Vegas? He didn't vaccinate. Yeah, he's there in Vegas. I don't. I don't know if they test 
or not test, but if you have to be vaccinated, uh, fight in Vegas. Yeah. It might, somebody so, in his camp probably has it. Damn, that That's is disappointing. super unfortunate. I mean, I was looking forward to seeing him fight on uh, this upcoming card, but personally, I do think that it's not going to be a major blow to the card. I do think there are still a lot of really, really good fights to look forward to. Um, I'm actually just looking now. Um, yeah, Brandon Warval and Hargirio Bontarine is going to be a fucking banger. Bro, that fight. Banger, bro. Um, that fight can banger. end in any any way you can name. That fight can end that way. Yes. I love yes. that. It's going to be a scramble fest with amazing striking, fast-paced, good cardio. I fucking wish this was a five-rounder. Um, a lot of people tend to sleep on flyweights, and I do not know why. It's probably um, the highest level of technique when you reach the pinnacle in the top 10. It's probably the highest level of technique that you will find in any given MMA match. Um, so it's it's always amazing for me to watch personally. But, I um, hate that sentiment. I really do. Same. I hate yes. that sentiment because I, yeah. I don't think you can go by weight and say that. People say that because they're smaller guys and they move faster and it they can do when it comes to like uh, form and and I'm not gonna say technique. I'm I'm really fighting not to say technique, but when it comes to specifically form, smaller guys are going to do that shit better. So it's going to look cleaner and it's going to look better. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they have better technique. I personally, like if we did go by weight, I personally would say either featherweight or lightweight has the best skill for skill, skill based matchmaking, period. Like fucking uh, what's it? What, what is it? flyweight sorry flyweight I, yeah there are some really technical dudes but like i i can't just classify that as like the most skilled division or the most technical that none of that the internet i think but, twitter no, likes no. to do that a lot maybe, but i just can't get behind it maybe maybe you've may have misread how i was saying i wasn't calling them the most skilled but you will on average if you're just watching the average lightweight welterweight featherweight whatever you're looking at not considering names or any biases if you're just looking at a fight from each division nine times out of ten you will you're gonna see cleaner striking uh and, and more motivate i wouldn't even say it flew more fluid transitions between striking and wrestling and flyweight than you would in any other division and that's not to say that they aren't like i personally believe that lightweight is the best division in mma but um you find so on average, the most technical strikers in in uh, or grapple or whatever you want to call it. And it's just because of the fact that they're not, you know, they have less gravity on their bodies. They're more fluid through the everything. It's just easier for them in general. And uh, that's just how I see it. It's mm -hmm. crazy because I disagree with you. I, and it's like I don't completely side with Shaq, though. I don't think it's the, the, lo the little guys are the best because of completely different reasons, man. It's like, uh, I don't really know how to explain it, but there's no aspect of danger. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the little guys can beat on each other all day long. And yeah, there's all the technique in the world, but that technique doesn't really matter to me too much because there's no danger. I can eat a shot to the face. When you go up a little bit higher, like maybe lightweights, featherweights, uh, not featherweights. Bantamweights too, man. Lots of bantamweights. Bantamweight is different now. 
Bantamweight is way different now. See that yeah, what Yugi is saying was the knock on flyweight for a long time. It were like it's like when little kids fight each other. You're not gonna see a kid knock another kid out, right? I hate yeah, to say that about flyweights. Oh my god, I'm that not sounds looking bad. Looking for somebody to get hurt, but there has to be an aspect of danger for me to even respect you dodging or taking a punch. You know what I mean? If there's a high that's why DJ was a goat. Yeah, if there's a high aspect of danger, of course I want you to dodge the punch. But there's no aspect of danger with these little guys. You know what I mean? They, yeah. I can eat 16 punches to the face and it's nothing. But you go up there and it tri- there's extra danger eating a shot from, let's say, Gaethje to the face. You know what I mean? You're going to sleep. So there has to be extra level technique. You're extra tense. Everything's a little bit extra. That's the only reason I feel why the, the little bit bigger guys, not like the heavyweights. I'm not saying the heavyweights. You know what I mean? But I feel like, let's say, lightweight's better than the other fucking weight classes. I no, want to yeah. agree with that, but I also just want to point out, Davis and Figueredo exist. That's There's always, but there, always but danger. He's a fucking anomaly, dog. You know yes, he is. He is. Yeah, I would say that I think that we're probably all in agreement that um, lightweight, or I would say featherweight, lightweight, and Probably Walter Waite are probably like the three. Oh, I wouldn't that's even say Walter Waite. Just yeah, the, I would say that's probably the sweet spot. Maybe even Bantawake could squeeze in there. But um, Yugi seems to definitely have um, this the element of of uh, of danger as one of his reasoning to um, to that, and that's that's perfectly fine. I also personally believe that uh lightweight is the best division overall in mma but if i'm just looking at strictly in a vacuum what a person looks like when they go from like a a a jab cross into a a double leg like or or whatever you whatever kind of combo you want to do it's always going to look cleaner that's my whole point Mm. well nobody looks cleaner than valentina shevchenko and she's a 25er, brother. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. I give you a little bit of credit. Man, speaking about fucking clean, the not best boxer in UFC, Calvin Cater, and the Giga <laughs> Kick. The Giga Kick are about to fight, bro. That's God. crazy. That's a banger. Giga. That's a great main event. It's a fantastic one. I I um, I rate Giga Jakatze so fucking high. I can't I, yet, but I will. I, we'll see. I am on the Giga train, brother. You can sign me the fuck up. Check my ticket. It is valid. Okay? I am a Giga Jakaze fan. That guy is a savage. He goes out there to finish. His Giga kick is legit as fuck. Like, it's it's simply a liver kick, but nobody does it better in the division than he does it. Um, It's just fucking nasty. Just watching him fight ever since he's debuted has been incredible. How do you have this fight going, bro? I personally, I see Calvin, uh, I see Giga uh, taking his time, gauging the distance. I do know that Calvin is probably going to try to incorporate a little bit more kicks, what I, which I think is going to be a little bit of an uh, of an issue for him because he'll probably be focused on just incorporating that into his game that he's going to eat one to the face or the body. Um, but I'm, I'm not counting Calvin Cater out. He has power. He he is pretty clean, but I uh, I say Giga by the third. What do you think, Shaq? I don't like when we see somebody get fucking masterclassed because then we forget how good they are, right? Um, I'm not saying that we're underestimating Calvin Cater, but I am saying that we shouldn't. 
and we should be very weary of doing that. Uh, That's respectable. I, yeah, I, I say that because you get performances like Brian Ortega, Juliana Pena, you get your fucking, uh, you get a lot of, Charles Oliveira, you get a lot of people that really fucking step up but you see, like, oh, well, this fight happened, and, you know, that's doing MMA math, and we can't do that shit, right? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are counting Calvin Cater out. I cannot do that, especially when I don't know how legit Giga is. Yes, he beat Edson Barbosa. It was it was a close fight. I'm not, like, he, yeah, he got the, he got the dub. But uh, I think, I think beating a Edson Barbosa at this point in his career is a very good thing, but I don't think it's great if you get what I'm saying. So I can't, I can't rate him as legit yet until he beats a Calvin Cater, or until he beats somebody in the top five. You know. Um, yeah. With that being said, I think, I think Giga can beat Calvin Cater if he uses his kicks effectively and keeps him at range. Um, I <laughs> I really don't want to make a pick here. I don't. I don't think I have a pick, y'all. I, I don't. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Favor, Shaq, do me a favor, Shaq. Pick up your big boy pants and stop being a little fucking wuss and make a pick, all right? All right? Bro. Make all a right, pick, this, bro. Giga got it, bro. <laughs> it looks like we're all agreeing, bro. Because this is my <laughs> biggest pick of the night, dog. I'm picking Giga by knockout. I think it's gonna be earlier than the third. Dog, and I know we're, like, big-ass fans of Cater, and I just think that, like, Giga and his camp are pretty damn good, bro. They, they follow blueprints. You've seen two completely different game plans with, uh, it was Barbosa and who else? I can't remember who it was. He I'm just like, fought, uh, damn, give me a, I fucking, who? too much weed, I'm sorry. Yeah, same, I'm having a moment, but he fought two completely different ways, bro, and, and we see Cater's big-ass weakness. He can't fight backwards. Like, he he fought some guy named Jamie Simon. Whoever the hell and Brandon is. Davis. I know he fought Brandon Davis very sure, cleanly. That guy. But, but, uh, Brandon but, uh, Davis was a name back in 2019. Whoa, and not anymore. Oh well, I, I just think Giga's shown he's tricky as anybody, bro. He's gonna he's gonna beat the hell out of fucking uh Cater, and I hate to say it. Like I hate to say it, and I think like because like I watched the I watched the Max and Cater fight over and over, bro, and look how Cater was reacting to getting hit in the body by Max. You know what I mean? And those are just like pepper shots to the body. Well, not pepper. Max was throwing fucking haymakers, dog. But uh, Max don't really put people down like that. You know what I mean? Except Jose Aldo. He beats the fuck out of Jose Aldo for some reason. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Exclusively. Yeah, exclusively. <laughs> exclusively. I just think Giga has this one, bro. I think he's going to end it with a body shot, dog. Yeah, I think okay. he's going to fold him. Okay, so we're all in agreement. It's Giga, right? Now, Yugi, you were you were talking about, you know, I will put my money on this. It's funny you should say that because I think uh, I think we need some picks. So I'm gonna I'm gonna run them off to you. Uh, Give us your bet picks, and at the very end of it, I want to know if you could make a parlay. What would your parlay be? So I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna start it off with your girls, and I already know your pick. But uh, Gomez Suarez, Gomez Juarez versus uh, Demopoulos. I'm taking Demopoulos over Suarez, not necessarily by sub. Uh, let's roll with Roy Val over Bontarin. I'm I, I'm not even. I don't want to say 
like Bontarine has a better advantage, but Bontarine does have more tricks up his sleeve than Roy Val does. But I'm still rolling with Roy Val because that's the homie. I'm taking Giga over Cater. And if I had to really throw any together, it would be Giga, Demopolis, and Kelleher. Okay. All right, just, All right. For and, just for shits and giggles at the end, would you put Collier or Sherman? I would stay the fuck away from that and just grab a bag of popcorn and enjoy it, bro. Like you said, I'm not. No, 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 no. Y'all told me, put your big boy pants on and Sherman. make a pick. <laughs> Sherman, Sherman. <laughs> All right. Collier can't put two together. I think he come. I, I think Collier might be coming off of a win, so it's time to lose. I don't know. Right. That's going to be a fucking banger, though. Big boy banger. Interesting. All right. Yeah, well, bro, that's a great card. It's a great card. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. All right, well, you know what? I, you know what's something I want to talk about? Yeah. Betty White died recently. Rest in peace to Betty White. R.I.P. Betty White, right? I saw... I've seen it multiple times, but I'm not going to say one time I saw it or one person saw it. Said it. People are talking about how they can't deal with Betty White dying and how, you know, oh, this caught me out of nowhere or, like, this is fucked up or all of this shit. And I just have to say, Betty White being alive was literally a meme. So why is it that the world is breaking down about a lady who was 100 years old dying? I just, I don't... I'm not saying, like, don't mourn her. Of course mourn her. She, uh, I think she was a nice lady. And people really loved her, her personality, what she did. She did great things. But I don't understand the sentiment of, one, I'm surprised. Two, it's really fucking me up. Three, uh, why? You know, stuff like that. I just, I don't, I need y'all to explain this to me. Because I personally, like I said, it was literally a meme. Is Betty White dead yet? That's that was been a meme for like thirty years, bro. You know what I think it is is that although like shit becomes a meme like that, it really is a thing where like Betty White back in the day sacrificed her entire show in the middle of like cultural segregation just for a, like a, a black actors and stuff to have their have their way, you know. So it's it's kind of like one of those situations where like unfortunately it, it sucks to say and knock on wood. But when Bernie Sanders passes, it's going to be one of those things where it's like it's more than just like him being a, a media guy or a politician or her being an actress. It's like they transcended like the like media with just their actions in like the culture and, and the, the fucking opportunities they try to give other people. You know, I'm not saying I don't give a shit about her dying. Let me let me <laughs> let me clarify that because you the, what you just went into what you just went into makes it sound like this nigga don't care. Let me tell you why you should care about her dying. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is where the fuck is the surprise factor? Where is the shock? Yeah. Also, I no, I 100% agree with that. It's like it's like how I just said now. It's like Bernie Sanders is getting up there in age and. We have to be fucking realistic. Like we are humans, and we all pass away, yeah. and that's just like something that happens to us. Especially when you reach the the age, you become obviously more vulnerable to it because it's inevitable. But it's like you know, it's always sad when somebody passes. But you know, the uh, the shock factor is something that I I don't I'm kind of ignoring because it's pretty dumb. But it's yeah. it is it is a sad thing. 
it, mm -hmm. it's sad. I just think it's dumb to. I feel Shaq. It is kind of dumb to be that shocked about somebody who was almost 100 years old passing away, dog. Like that's crazy. Come on. But uh, yeah, rest in peace, Betty White. Uh, please stop writing Bernie Sanders' name in the death note, Eric. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> it keeps doing it, bro. <laughs> just put the pen down. <laughs> I was just listen. I'm, it's not. It's not gonna happen. My son gonna live at least another 30. <laughs> Eric says you didn't win. You going in the death note. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Death don't death do this to me. <laughs> I love Bernie. I love Bernie. Don't do. This. Damn, bro. Do that, bro.